today in this world in in timber's audio setup he may or not have it set up correctly where's the audio going who knows that's the fun of it time it's your turn you always he does it three two one clap on zero not like me and you kill where it's three two one zero then clap (laughs) it's just no it's just like we'll like start up be like hey we're gonna clap three and then a two (laughs) and it's it's... (laughs) no one then he has the audacity to tell me i don't have any rhythm the audacity yeah that that's your superpower i did not say you don't have who said who said you didn't have rhythm You've told me that before. Rhythm. I say I don't have rhythm. Oh, I know you don't have rhythm. I've seen you dance. We know we don't have rhythm. We None of us have rhythm. I mean, Ken might. Except maybe Ken. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't, though. Yeah, I'm just... Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Potosaurus. I am your host, Timber Tapped, alongside our lovely co-host, Kyo. Hey. Also known as Lou. And Ken. Hello. You sound so happy. Are you nice and jet-lagged? <laughs> I am like jet lagged and still semi hungover. <laughs> did did you ever get over your jet lag from the first time? No, not really. <laughs> so Ken here um, went to LA for a football game like two weeks ago. It's like, you know, a once in a lifetime type of trip with his pop. And then he won Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> And had to fly again <laughs> over the weekend and take the same trip again. Oh no! <laughs> how much of a how much of a time difference is that from Pacific to? It's only two Hawaii? hours because of uh, well, what what good old daylight savings right now. But it's not bad. It's just mostly the travel that wears you down more than anything. Yeah. So like here here. From here to Cali, it's about Japan length for me. So, like, about five to six hours, give or take. But going there is a bitch because I have to take a red eye to at least get some sort of a revelance of a day. Mm. But I didn't land in L.A. I had to go to Vegas because my dad is, unfortunately, because of everything going on, he can't can't get there by himself. So I have to drive him. So going from Vegas... To L.A. is a fucking yeah. nightmare. <laughs> so then you had to drive back to Vegas and then fly back from there, right? Yeah. Jeez. I would have been like, it would have been like, Dad, I'm going to put you on a plane. Figure it out. This is as far as I'm going. <laughs> Luckily, my sister came with me on both trips, so we just alternated oh, nice. driving. So... And was she able to go to either of the games? Or she, uh, just... she went to the NFC game because of her one of her favorite players uh, plays for the Rams right now, and mm. 
Um, so we got to see that. But for the Super Bowl, I only won two tickets. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, that's right. And she was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to the casino right next to the stadium and just get fucked drunk. And I'm like, okay, you do you. <laughs> I mean, if it works, it works. <laughs> yeah, she won like... I probably would have won... If I was if I was in that situation, I would have done the same thing. But like, I'm just gonna go drink somewhere. I'm not gonna go here. I'm gonna go do literally anything but watch this football game. Yeah. So she won like three grand. I won like fifteen hundred from a hundred dollar bet that I made when I first went to Vegas, <laughs> like back in September. <laughs> At least you got some of that money back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That 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 money that money I won pretty much, pretty much made me even from my trip two weeks ago. <laughs> but besides that, you know, once in a lifetime trip, um, I would never mm. replace it and the memories that I did, and and now I'm my my father's favorite tri- child. All all the bad things aside that I ever did in my life as a child, you got you probably got like a good year on him on being in his uh, in good favor with him. Then he'll be like, "Oh wait, here's that shit you did." Yeah. So it's all good. That's nice for now. What about you, Timber? How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, I am very tired today, and I don't know why. Which is, I guess, a summary of the year. Is it because Aren't you're you an old man? COVID? No, I didn't have COVID. I was uh. just sick with a normal sick. Is, is, what you call okay? Alchemy Fox? Yeah. Alchemy Fox? Yeah, she's okay. She didn't wait, wait, was that Alchemy Fox or Alchemy Fox? Alchemy Fox? There were no hard consonants that were Alchemy Fox? Alchemy Fox? is um doing fine it wasn't covid but we did still have to test her to make sure so you shoved the thing up your nose yeah did you get the free at home kiss at all we did um and it was actually kind of lucky because well so i didn't get the kits from the usps because they're not going to deliver those until freaking summer i just got mine really okay that's awesome i didn't but I did fortunately read up on it before I went to the pharmacy that there was like an official order by Mr. Biden mm. literally a week before this all happened saying, hey, insurance providers, you have to cover this if somebody buys it. So I went to the store. I was like, OK, I'm going to get these kits. I go to the pharmacy. There's a sign on it that says, get your kits from the, the customer service desk. I was like, OK, I go to the customer service desk and they're like yes can we help you i was like they said that i need to get the kits here and they go okay i'll ring you up so they ring me up after ringing me up i then go so i heard that my insurance can cover this do you know anything about this they go um i think the pharmacy can help you with that so i go to the pharmacy i ask them about it they go did you already pay for those I go yeah Ooh, sorry um you'll have to purchase them through us to get the the insurance to cover it. So I go back to the customer service desk, refund the boxes I just bought to go back to the pharmacy to then go, here you go. Can the insurance cover this now? Yes. Okay, cool. Awesome. I'll take my boxes that are now free home to um, run a test that's going to ultimately come back negative anyway. <laughs> how much were they um, without insurance? Honestly, not that big a deal. It's like $60 for four of them. But... Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's a compulsory thing that I have to do mm-hmm. 
I don't really want to pay $60 for that. It, me, as someone who doesn't have health insurance, I'm just like, pfft. Happy got those four here, even though they're garbage. They're they're not garbage, but they're not as accurate as they could be. I'm just like, thank God I don't go anywhere. Except I'm saying that, but then Tom's coming to visit on Friday, so I will be going to a couple places while he's in town. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll be going on a trip to Arizona in March, so... Why Arizona? Hopefully I don't catch... The Grand Canyon, man. The giant crack in the ground. Is Is this you and Alchemy Fox going? Yeah, you guys are such old white people. We're going to the Grand Canyon. For the record, my parents were the ones with the idea, and they're it's it's like a collective family trip thing. So, and what are your parents? That way, they're old people. Old white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're correct. So I'm not incorrect about my assessment from earlier. <laughs> if anything, no, you no, have no. only proved it. It's like it's actually multi generational old white people. <laughs> it's not just us. Look. We'll probably like ride the donkeys or something. Maybe we'll we'll see some their meals, not holes donkeys, in, in in the sides of the canyons. I mean, there there's some donkey blood in that. Some donkey blood in you I'm too. At least partly, I'm at least partly <laughs> correct. <laughs> I swear, are you gonna go over to them and be like, "Oh, this thing's part ass, isn't it?" Are you gonna make some <laughs> kind of ass joke and <laughs> Alvin Fox and be like, "No." No, please no. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I have literally no context for anything about Arizona besides the fact that it's hot, which sounds wonderful. Arizona sucks. Like um, talk out. to Borb because that's where they're from, more or less, and they'll be like, "Yeah, there's nothing to do there." Oh yeah, you can tackle you know scorpions and rattlesnakes. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yes, yeah, I have snap a, um, Yeah, we had a, a special event recently for valentine's uh we went to this uh this like zoo thing that's nearby and uh it's it's a tiny enough zoo that they can get away with shit that they probably shouldn't do so the guy like totally came out with just like a relatively dangerous scorpion on his hand oh, i thought you were gonna just, say like, a trench coat and, and just like walked and it by. top hat <laughs> Yeah, he came out of the trench coat. He's like, hey, we got some exotic animals. You want one? I got an exotic <laughs> animal for you. <laughs> I got an emu in my coat if you want it. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- so that was that was terrifying because I'm actually terrified of scorpions. But um, who isn't? Also didn't... <laughs> That's one of those things that people like. I don't know. So I'm going to probably sound like I'm going to probably sound very insensitive, but like the amount of people who say they have arachnophobia, I think is far less than the amount of people who actually do. Because I think just collectively, as people in society, we don't like spiders. Oh, I have arachnophobia. I, <laughs> but like, I know some people do, but a lot of people are like, I'm just, I have like arachnophobia, I'm scared of spiders. I'm like, no one likes them. Like, do you actually have arachnophobia, or do you just really not like spiders? Because there's a big difference. I think people you throw around that one, I'm like, no, that's supposed to be more debilitating than just, oh, I don't like that. Like, Mujihi's family is in a festive mood for Halloween, and they brought, like, mm. those um, stuff tarantula-looking things. Mm. It, and it looks real enough, but the first time I saw it, I, it where he lives, oh, yeah. like, it's a, it's a like, staircase, and you turn to the right to the living room. Like, that 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 makes sense, where it's, like, one of those, like, fangirl also, like, she'll see a spider in a game, and she can't handle it. But then, like, my girlfriend's just like, I saw a spider, come take care of it. I'm scared of spiders. I'm like, no one likes spiders. <laughs> and also, we're in Missouri, and we have brown recluse spiders, so I understand being, you know, 
<laughs> Worry. So, so that reminds me. So when when I was in st- study abroad for Japan, um, the first the first six months of it, I was in a homestay, and the homestay I stayed at was just fucking horrible because they just didn't pay money. It's an old ass house. Didn't have a heater. Mm. Didn't have an air conditioner. Nothing. And the uh, the bathroom for us the the kids to take a shower in it's a three story house but we it starts from the second floor up, a uh, second uh, second floor up for for the rooms like living room stuff mm-hmm. like that. So the downstairs is where the bathroom is. It's like an old creepy ass looking attic looking thing. I remember when I went to go take a shower one time. There was like I don't know what it is. I think it's a water slider or like a, something that looks like a spider, but wasn't a spider. But it was the first time I ever saw it. And it was I like thought, a water bug. Yeah, it was like a water bug. But I thought it was a spider, and I was scared shitless, and I couldn't even move. I had to go ask the the, the my host father, who is a old ass fucking Japanese salary man, who was like, I don't want to deal with this shit. He never like made any contact to connect with the host kids, but. He was just like, oh, okay, I'm just going to take care of that. And I asked him if it was a spider, and he goes, no, it's not a spider, but okay. <laughs> I just, I just yeah, can't. Like, <laughs> it's, with things like that, like, there are so many worse things in Japan to deal with, too, like Mukade. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was my, that was my main thing. Because, I don't know, I just, I've lived enough people who claim to have arachnophobia. I'm like, you do not have arachnophobia, you just don't like spiders. It's like, I'm scared of snakes, but I'm not snake-phobic. There's, you are acting the same way I am about spiders. People misunderstand that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Scorpions in particular are just like this weird crossbreed of like, hey, it's like half spider, half lobster, half deadly thing. (laughs) Yeah, what if we made the spider more dangerous and mobile? So why? Why would you do that? Like, well, fun? I don't know. It seemed cool. For lulls. places, and it can show up on your uh, show up in your kitchen randomly. It's great. So you're, um, so you're going to Arizona and you had a good old day for Valentine's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I exposed myself to scorpions before I'll inevitably encounter them in Arizona. So. <laughs> wait, is, wait so what did you great. do for Valentine's? Um, it was just a small zoo nearby that mm. is small enough that they can get away with like doing crazy stuff. Mm. So they'll put you like in a room and then just like cart the animals right by you. That there's you know no qualms with it. Generally, the animals are like relatively safe things. Uh, do, but do you want do you want to see a, a tiger cub? You just have one. Yeah, we just have a tiger cub. You have a whole tiger? No. They pulled in a bobcat once. Bobcats. Bobcats are. What what if not friend why friend shaped? That's Bobcat. <laughs> Pretty much. If uh, evil why hot? A... Yeah, so they they pull one of those and they had an emu in which um their reputation precedes them, but this one was pretty calm. Um they they had the scorpion which I'd mentioned earlier. They also brought a I'm starting to forget the other animals that were there. Ruasha has a whip scorpion, I think. They don't they're not I don't think they have a stinger, but he has a whip scorpion. I might be wrong, but I think he has a bunch of weird stuff. <laughs> you heard it here. I mean he Ruashua. do. What about you, Gil? Know, what did you do for He sent me a gunpla a little while back. He's very nice. 
He sent me a Hello Kitty um, Charizaku 2 like kit. Yeah. What did you say? What did I do? Yeah. What have I been doing? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's been like three weeks since we've talked. Uh, so um, the the short of it is nothing because I haven't gone anywhere or done anything. Uh, I think I went. I went. Oh, I went back to St. Louis. Then I came back here. Uh, not even St. Louis, just back to like where my girlfriend's family's from, and then back here. That's the most of it. And then it's new. It snew quite a bit. There was a lot of snew. It was like twelve inches, which Timber's probably like, hmm, that's that's a cute amount of snow. We have we got that was a lot Trump for snow. us. Huh? Trump snow? I mean that's for Missouri where they'd already don't know how to fucking drive. Uh <laughs> it was a lot. No, Missouri, everyone here, it might just be a Midwest thing. As soon as there is snow, rain, just any type of inclement weather that is not um sun they're just like oh so we go above the speed limit now no 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 it's there's enough rain to slide (laughs) don't they're like so we go 10 over no and then they crash like how could this have happened like and then people who have like my mom used to have like a little geo metro if you know what those are a little hatchback car like people with those will be like we're gonna go we're gonna go speeding on the icy highway right now nope please stop so we didn't go anywhere for a while. Uh, outside of that, uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day. Mm. And I made spaghetti carbonara for my girlfriend. Ooh. Did you make it with your sauce? Your family sauce. sauce? No, no, no. I, I had luck to but my family never made... Well, carbonara is um, an egg-based no, no egg and cheese sauce. Here. So it was nice. It was very Rom- Romano cheesy. And um, I made me very tired because that's what lactose does to me now it just makes me really fucking tired and i fall asleep so it's been great as uh, a thing that happens to me already being a tired 30 almost 33 year old man awesome more things making me tired but outside of that um, i've been playing are we, are we doing the game playing thing oh, i haven't done really thing outside of playing games and existing oh I, on my way back to how I spent my Valentine's Day is I just mm. went to <laughs> to CVS and got some lotion. All right, all right. No shame. Was it was it a particularly empty shelf of lotion, or or were there quite a few there? Well, just one big ass jug. Oh, I see. Were you back in Hawaii for this? Yeah. Or is this just like, Dad, we need to stop and get some lotion? You know, lotion. right on the airplane. <laughs> Man, I need a quickie right on? before I go on the flight back. <laughs> yep. I need the old. Uh, I did. I did touch body for three days. I got. I got. I'm at my limit. Yeah. And pops. Yeah, I got to get it from Vegas. It's the. It's the, they have the good stuff there. Um. Yeah, I did want to just <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I was like, "How do we see out of this mention... conversation?" <laughs> quick, yeah, yeah. Quick, quick segue on the on the snow thing. We actually did have have quite a bit of snow, but the funny thing here is, the past couple months, we didn't have like anywhere near the typical amount of snow we'd normally have, and it all kind of just came at once in the past week. So they decided to just throw basically like the entire salt lick pile of salt that they accumulated for the winter in in like one go this week i swear every single street every single patch of drivable ground in the entire city has been turned 
bleach white from this. Mm-hmm. There is no. What is salt lick? Salt. It's like it's a well, it's a type yeah. of salt that they like put. It's a solvent. It's not actually salt, oh. but it's a solvent they put down to um, break up ice and snow when it uh falls. And you have to. You can't do it before. You can't do it before snow it just, because it, the it first has... snow is gonna melt and it's gonna wash it away, especially if it's not fully snow yet. Yeah. So you have to wait for it to fall. And then get in there before it turns to ice, and then it will melt the ice, and then refreeze the ice in a new position. So it <laughs> helps, but it also hinders quite a bit. Yeah. My favorite part is where I see clear signs that they tried to salt icy patches, and I, I then go out and I'm like, yeah, that didn't melt. That's like 10 inches of pure ice. Mm-hmm. And then two days later, I see somebody out there chipping chipping at it with like one of those um scrapers for cars and i saw the the scraper end like break off of the brush and fly off into a nearby bush i'm like yep that's that looks like uh that looks like we have some ice there (laughs) yeah we we don't have tools to deal with it we have those big piles of ice still around right now where like the snow has been compacted at the end of like most mostly i noticed it at like the um grocery stores where they're all like up on like the little islands that they have to kind of break up the lanes <laughs> it's just like covered in ice and the thing is it's been warm enough to melt like today it's like it's 14 celsius today it's like what like 50 degrees ish a little bit over um so it was melting but the thing is that stuff's going to be there for another like month because it's just this gigantic thing of ice that was like slowly melting and then it's going to refreeze when it drops below freezing at night yeah, in the Midwest, this is the most depressing couple of months in the entire year because it's the period where you don't have pretty, fluffy, delicious, wonderful Christmas snow mm-hmm. and you don't have clean, nice, green weather. You have, like, putrid, blackish, yellow, like, snow cones covering literally everything. Mm-hmm. Is everything covered in cars black been driving. Yeah, so it's just, like, this disgusting relic of of just like humanity existing <laughs> over nature yeah it's we didn't the worst thing we didn't get any snow really last year so we didn't even have like the december christmas snow we just had snow this month and i was about to look to see if we're getting more it's really exciting things I to talk about these 30 year old men talking about snow and weather uh we're supposed to get more snow on thursday but i don't think it's gonna be a whole hell of a lot yeah it's gonna snow from like 7 to like 7 a.m to like 6 p.m but it's gonna be above freezing the next day so oh it's gonna be really warm the following day after that let's see let's see it's gonna be 69 on sunday that's not just sticking around but you know if we're really patient about this snow eventually it's all gonna clear and we're finally going to be able to enjoy springtime and mouthful mode two things that, that that go that go hand in hand with the release of Kirby, maybe. Right? I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of mouthful modes happened yesterday as well. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's that's true. Um, so, so is that is that how the lotion worked? Or not? I mean, me, you wouldn't you want to put lotion there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, do, do you want to elaborate on the on the Kerbusiness? Oh, we we can on. go in there. Um, do you want to talk about the news, or do you want to talk about what we've been playing first, Timber Taft? Like we usually I, do? 
I know. I, I guess. I guess you're right. I guess we do usually go games. I guess first. you're right. That um, is something I need to hear more often because I am. What? I'm always right. Oh God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I, I regret everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Kyo, Let's start with you because you volunteered. I thought uh, you what would. What games never have you ask. been playing? Uh, so I've been trying to actually uh slow down on what my hams have been doing lately because they've been hurting like i had to put on a second round of tape just now because yeah summa forte i don't understand why you won't get back to me about a partner application i'm doing better than your uh social media team is at the moment about promoting your brand but anyway uh so i've been in a Mega Man mood lately i played through Mega Man legends one and two and i'm playing x4 right now on stream normal Mega Man is not as good as legends legends is a far better experience like, specifically the first agree. one. Like, I don't know. When people are like, oh, I love Mega Man, I'm like, you love the wrong Mega Man games, I'm sorry. And I wish you guys would have bought Legends, because now I'm like, this boy is stuck on the moon, and he's never coming back. <laughs> and, like, he's stuck on the moon. <laughs> I would only hope, it's not going to happen, I would only hope that had Red Ash actually become a thing, they would have started the game on the moon, and then came back down. And just moved on from there, just to give people some sense of closure about the damn game that never is going to happen. I, I didn't realize that Mega Man Legends had a Devil May Cry baby ending. Just stranded in space. You Stop. mean Devil May Cry Baby has a Mega Man Legends two ending? You're correct. You're correct. Well, yep. no, wait, because the manga Devil May Cry Baby, the newer one that that's actually given. like yeah. more of an OVA. Because Devil Man uh, is yes. a, Devil Man's an old show. Yeah, Devil Man. Yeah, yeah. The original Devil Man's ancient. Crybaby's new. Mega I, Man Legends Two is is from two thousand. I made a mistake here because now I'm not sure how the original Devil Man ends. But probably also spoilers not for Devil Man Crybaby. <laughs> Big spoiler. Well, by now, I don't know. I feel like everybody basically watched that show and then emerged from it as a collective unit, either being like this was high art and must be respected or when i don't get it and and moved on like i don't think i've heard that anime mentioned since the year yeah i had only ever heard you talk about it anyway so it's really weird it was popular i think for like the month it came out i believe you but yeah i played through those i'm playing x4 right now which um my chat had been misleading me a lot a lot of the time because you can play as x or zero and they're like, yeah, both characters are balanced. I'm like, okay, awesome. I'm going to play as the Yasified Mega Man, so I played as Zero. And I'm going through, I'm like, he has a sword. Um, beating bosses unlocks basic skills for him. And he's slower. Uh, he does more damage, but he's a glass cannon. And then, like, I'm sitting there today frustrated with it. People are like, someone comes in, they're like, why are you playing hard mode? I'm like, bitch, I'm not playing hard mode. I'm playing as Zero. They're like, Zero's hard mode. I'm like, they... Hold on, hold on. Told hold me on. this was, was balanced. Was the one who told you that they're the same? I don't remember. It was a couple different people. And they're like, okay. they're like, no, he's not. I'm like, okay, this would have been nice to know yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> so I Timber. restarted the game as X, and it took. It was a lot better. But that game, the level designers for Mega Man games, I don't know who they were trying to prove something to, but they just seemingly want to piss people off. Someone's like, this was like the Dark Souls over time. Like, Dark Souls isn't even that hard. <laughs> dark, like, really, everyone makes it, the Dark No, Dark Souls really isn't even that hard. Everyone gives it that, like, uh, that, that, like, that 
meaning or that like style of game. It's like it's really not that hard. There are games that are far harder than Dark Souls ever were. Dark Souls is baby mode compared to a lot of Mega Man games, especially Mega Man 8. Holy shit. That's a game that is made for kids, visuals for a kid, all that stuff, and it is one of the hardest, rudest games I've ever played. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dark Souls played properly is not a hard game. Um, it's just the rules are... It's basically a instructions unclear game where mm-hmm. because it didn't tell you anything, people think it's hard because they don't understand the rules yeah, and then they just kind of bash their because head Because there's no tutorial, so. really. You are left learning on your own, but like that's really the hardest part of it. I mean, Mega Man's the same way. You don't know which boss to tackle, and like most of the bosses, you really need to have a boss weapon from someone else to kill them. So you need to find out which is the easiest one to beat with your Mega Blaster first. And then you go from there. Right. Which I'm like, why don't they just put these in a fucking order then? Why can you choose the stage? Just put them in any let's just put them in one order and I'll play it that way. Anyway, yeah. But I've been playing through that. Frustrating. Whatever. I did my first sponsored stream yesterday for an indie Whoa. game. Ooh. Whoa. It was it was alright. This is so on brand for you. Oh yeah, well I got contact. They're like, we noticed this game might fit your style. It's a pixel art two D platformer indie game and I'm like okay. all the check boxes. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you know what, whatever. I'll open mine. I'm like, can I get an Xbox code? They're like, Yeah. I'm like, okay. Get an Xbox code, which means I get to write off my Series X on my taxes next year now, because I've officially used it for work. Um so I played that. It wasn't bad. Like I can't be very mean about it or anything, but, like, it was fun. It was... They gave me two modes. They gave me classic mode and casual mode. Classic mode was fine. It was one of those intended difficulty modes. Yeah. And up until I got to, like, the first proper dungeon, where there was no save points in the dungeon, but you would die... Like, all the the mini-boss enemies in there would kill you in two hits. And there's a lot you need to do in there. You had to get an ability to move on. I'm like, this is just rude. So I drop it down to casual. It puts a fucking save point in there then. At least one. I'm like, why wasn't this in here to begin with? Because, like, to go back to the other save point, you're mostly going to die. It was one of those games that, like, if you mess up the wrong way, it's just going to murder you. I'm like, oh, this is fun. That's fun. Wasn't too bad, though. It's on Game Pass, if anyone's interested. It's called, the people who made Just Shapes and Beats made it. So, like, it looks good. The music's great. A little frustrating for me. What was the name of the game? Uh, Infernax. Like, Inferna, like Infern N-A-X. Yeah like, yeah, like that. I see, I see on Steam. It's not bad. Also, it's called Infernax. Someone made the joke and I didn't get it till later. But you get a mace. The mace has the range of, like, I don't know, your hand plus, like, a ruler. It's not very far. But... If you do the Konami code on the start screen, it changes up your beginning weapon, and I found that out today. I'm like, oh man, I would have loved this yesterday, because it made the game so much more my pace. I don't know if anyone's going to play it. Spoiler for it. If you do it, it changes the game to Contra, basically, and you get an assault rifle, and your character's dressed like Rambo instead. This is a game (laughs) that's set in like the Crusades era type of thing, but instead, you get a machine gun and just start running gun. I'm like, I would have loved this. That is cool. That's that's really cool. You went from having no range to too much range. Looks like it's basically a classic Castlevania game. It Everyone's like... They said it looks like Castlevania 2 or um, Zelda 2, but better and gorier. 
Um, and like, there's even references. There's something you can do, which is a reference to Castlevania too. That in what the hell is it? Sorry, I like touched something, and then I like brought my hands to my face. My face. I'm like, why do you smell weird? I must have touched something with like rubber on it. But oh no! See, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that? Does someone just like come in here and fart? That's what it smells like. So I'm gonna keep smelling my hand, obviously. But it was fun, um, and with it being on Game Pass on PC, um, it's free to try at least if you want. If you want to play it, I have a link that's in Discord that if you want to buy it off Steam, it does it, it does track that you got it from my Discord server. <laughs> small, see, small sponsored, sponsored content. It's technically in past the sponsorship part sponsored. on there, but I have to, I have to at least say I it was sponsored. So, um. Yeah, welcome to the that. first sponsored episode of the Potosaur. God, if only anybody want to work with us, love it. <laughs> um, would the people who I um, host my podcast on want to work with us and give us free hosting? I'd love that because they charge a lot for it, and they're one of the cheaper options. Did I play anything else? Did I play anything else on my Xbox? Oh, I got a copy of Near Replicant. I haven't started it yet. And then I got all the Mega Man X games on Xbox, and I have barely played those. I feel like I played something else new. I just don't remember what it was. I don't know. What were you playing, Ken? I was playing Try Not to Die Simulator on the freeway 2024. Oh, you probably haven't had any time to play anything, have you? <laughs> no. Look, I, I was like, okay. I finally got Arceus, and I was like, okay, I'm going to finally play play some good old um, Legend Arceus, because everyone keeps on saying how good this game well, is. I was, I was going to say, weren't weren't we like basically boycotting Arceus because we were convinced it wouldn't be good? No. No. I just said I wasn't going to buy it because I didn't want to spend the money on it. Yeah. I was going to buy it regardless. My, <laughs> Someone needs my to. My perception of it, yeah, my perception of it is what I've actually seen a lot of folks saying about it, which is... Okay, better than a Pokemon game typically is. Still, not enough to really grab me and make me want to like pay the money and spend the time though. But Timber, I want to play it. It's just like it, I it's, feel like it's, 60 it's is interesting too much. in concept though because of the fact that they did shake up the formula quite a bit. For sure, for sure. Like I really respect that. I also just know that, like for me, it's the bare boniest of bare bone plots with I mean shouldn't you be saying that for any indie game but um I mean I've I've spoken with a few people about it and it's kind of like just this like general Pokemon burnout of like it may be the best thing that they've done with Pokemon but it is still Pokemon and I think that might be the problem for me at this point I think one of the big things too is they released it too soon after remakes of Diamond and Pearl which I did not play through enough like, I kind of burned out. I'm like, I really wish you guys would have released this, like, later or the the other ones earlier. Like, it's just having two main series entries, basically, even though one's remake, like, within a month well, and a half of each other. I think a lot of it has to do with Nintendo's planning of what the hell is going to happen this year. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they wanted Legends Arceus to be later on down the year. But they mm. didn't probably want the the marketing 
to take away from if if whatever um, uh, Legend of Zelda comes out, which will probably be this fall. Yeah. Also, they they were able to piggyback the same marketing for two games at one time. Yeah, in Japan, they, like, they they ran the same commercials. They just used the same person to explain about, do I want to go with nostalgia or freedom kind of thing. And they literally mm-hmm. made several commercials like that, looking at how the Japanese marketed this game. So Yeah, it, it seems... It seems like an interesting shakeup. There are little things about it that I'm frustrated with where it's like, well, if you're going to have a big 3D open world thingamahoos it with with Pokemon anyway, why is the combat system basically just the fundamental combat system you used in your portable games? But couldn't that be said for any game at this point? What about Legend of Zelda? Did they really shake up anything from the, the... the fighting mechanics or the battle mechanics from Zelda to from from Wind Waker or what what was the last Skyward Sword to to Breath of the Wild? Biggest shakeup was the item destroying itself after being used thing and the fact that you had remo- like changeable equipment. But besides uh, that, did they shake up anything? I don't know. I consider that a sizable enough shakeup just because you're using different equipment like some of its two hands but also stuff, for legend rcs you're not really battling you're well you're battling to a certain point but you're also being free roamed around the pokemon that mm. they could also attack you that's, that's also Which a is really nice. big shake-up there timber yeah and this is coming from me yeah, that, that, was... that i haven't even played the game yet but from from seeing what i've seen that's a pretty amountable right. big shake-up there it's a shakeup that you can move, but is there anything you can actively do with that function besides the fact that it's effectively a free-roaming camera on your battle? You're getting attacked. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you're, that you're physically <laughs> getting attacked and you get knocked out. If you don't <laughs> get like... the Pokemon there, you, th- that's the first thing they taught about this game is they can actively attack you. So, right, so, so it's like Monster Hunter to a point where these things can attack you. Obviously, if you get them down to a certain point, then you can activate the regular old Pokemon battle. But the fact is that if if it's a bigger Pokemon or a much more grumpier Pokemon to a point, mm. these things can attack you and can f- mess you up on your quest because you're basically doing a Monster Hunter quest of researching Pokemon. Yeah, and it is nice that there is kind of a quest system. That's one thing that I noted. It's like, hey, it's cool that your goal for once is more than just get from this gym to that gym. Well, there isn't even a gym, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your, your goal is to do the research assignments and probably some extra side quests. All of which ultimately is just a grind of some kind, collect, like killing or, or doing something with the various Pokemon you And the fact that but... you say bare... I'm sorry, Timber. Like, the fact that you say bare bones, like, shouldn't that also be for the Breath of the Wild? If you're not hunting for anything else. Oh, for sure. For sure, I don't... I'm not... This is kind of a... It's it's a it's a bit of a strong argument because I'm not really protecting Breath of the Wild here. Mm. Um, I also think that the plot in Breath of the Wild is pretty bare bones. There is a plot? I did have... <laughs> <laughs> like for me, was, unless was, unless was, I was told was actively to look out for, for the, 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 the the memories. If I didn't know that, I probably would not have gotten the quote unquote real ending for Breath of the Wild. And for then the record, I, Breath of the Wild is one of the first Zelda games 
that is actually about Zelda because there's plot beats that talk about her unlike every other Zelda game where it's like either she's not even in the game or she's like something that you see like three quarters to eight ninths of the way through the game where it's like oh by the way here's that princess you were rescuing I thought Ocarina, um, I thought Ocarina she had a much more sizable I mean not kind really. of but she's not like she's the person you're rescuing and she's also spoilers for Ocarina of Time chic <laughs> the but, only um, one that like really there's only one Zelda game where like Zelda had a huge important don't thing where CD she was game. around all the time huh don't say the CD. I no, um, Spirit Tracks was the only one where she is around the entire game. Okay, that is the okay, only one where sense. she's around all the time. Tracks. She has no, a bigger role in Skyward no, Sword. Um, she has a That's very true. lazy role in Twilight Princess. I mean, technically, she has a big-ish role. She actually, up until the reveal of who Zelda is in Wind Waker, she has a big role. And once she finds out she's Zelda, yeah. they're like, once oh, actually, Zelda, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> We're going to hold her down here, and now she's also she's pale white valuable. instead of tan. Yeah, yeah, she's too valuable to be involved in any more of this game, sorry. Mm-hmm. Like most of the Zelda it's games, like, she really has no role. This yeah. one, it just seemed like she did because she was the only one who talked during cutscenes, because Link didn't. It's, she's, it's, it's like she's a high-profile Hollywood actor where, like, every minute that they have Zelda on screen is costing them billions, so they yep. just, like, shovel her off the minute they can. That's exactly what it is. Um, but yeah, so I do agree, though. Breath of the Wild does have a much, an even more, like, bare-bones plot than usual because so much of it is has been converted to an open-world thing, so... I'm not going to let this turn into another one of those conversations that we have uh, monthly on this podcast. But yes, open world is to a direct detriment of the quality of storytelling in a video game. And I don't, um, I don't even count Arceus as open world, though. It's it's more yeah, I mean, Monster Hunter. It, where it's, it's Monster it's Hunter. Open world. <laughs> it's more mo- Monster Hunter where they're like zones and like you go out on quests. It's not open world. It's more open area. Yeah, people putting open right. world is just trying to have that that catch-all phrase. It's not an open world game. It's yeah, it's it's the, everyone thought it was, and Nintendo didn't really stop Clarify anyone from that thinking until that. much so, like, later. It's more, yeah, they're like, actually, it's not. It's like, why didn't you tell us this when you revealed it five months ago? Mm. <laughs> it's open area, open areas, yeah. Which is to say, you enter a giant circular meadow, and you can go straight for like. 20 minutes without hitting the wall yeah more like like 10 <laughs> yeah i don't think um, like even though monolith worked on the game i don't think game freak would have i don't know what they'd be able to do with an open world game because i i don't i don't understand what they're doing with monolith because they have them come in and basically fix all the open world games but like all the open worlds in these games that monolith works on pale in comparison to what they've done with xenoblade one and two and cross it's just like what are these other companies doing? Because, like, they come in, they must just be like, make sure things work. And they're like, can we build assets? Like, can we build a tree? We know what trees look like, and Game Freak's just like, now we got this. And then they show us this, like, Charlie (laughs) Brown sad-ass thing that, like, isn't even fully 3D rendered. It's like... Hey, man, hey, man. That cost probably, like, like $700 to, like, render that fucking sad-ass tree. (laughs) The trees look better in Mega Man Legends on PS1. Probably even on N64. And on PS1, they sometimes disappear when you're playing it on, uh, 
PS Vita and emulation. The Trees and so. Animal Crossing 64, Dobutsu no Mori, the original one, looks better than Look the Trees and Arceus. Look, look Me- Mega Man Legends art style is fire. It is. <laughs> when we compare, like, like, yeah, if they had just done Arceus in the Mega Man Legends graphical style, not only would it be able to be 200 times larger because they could run it on on the fucking, <laughs> fucking old ass pen, pentuple core <laughs> processors that we have now um but also it's you know it actually would look good instead of having people literally be like yeah arceus kind of looks like 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 poo like the character models all look nice it's just like the world looks awful like when yeah. you get to outside of towns the towns look nice or decent that the actual world is kind of just like it, it's like hit or miss on certain things <laughs> Yeah, like it looks a little bit like the rendered backgrounds that they had in in the back of fights in Pokemon Go. If you didn't have your AR camera on, yeah, <laughs> yes, no, those trees. Actually <laughs> that's a perfect, that's a perfect analogy for this. <laughs> I would actually agree if those trees didn't actually look better in Pokemon Go and Let's Go. Let's Go, <laughs> Let's Go actually had the best art style of all the the, the Switch ones. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure uh, you know as much shit as we give it. Like Let's Go is probably the best rendered pokemon game for the switch right mm-hmm. yeah i mean it it, it it did some stuff you had a really cute look which is funny because when they quality. announced it we're like oh this looks like shitty mobile and then we look at the other stuff we're like oh can we have that back instead yeah please <laughs> <laughs> please you've taught me the error of my ways but yeah you I know should, yeah. i should appreciate what you gave me you know going back to rcs i'm just like i understand why they probably did it so close Oh, I also sorry. I think it's Arceus. It is Arceus. I was going to correct him. That's how, yeah, that's how Steve Blum pronounced it on the trailer. So I'm going to go with him on that. But I hate it though. Arceus sounds better. I wanted it to be Arceus. Uh oh, what happened? Oh, oh no, Ken. Did oh, did you leave or did you get kicked out? I just left. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, did he get kicked out when he's about to have a rebuttal? <laughs> Arceus. Dude, Arceus is a terrible pronunciation. I wish it was Arceus. Arceus. Yeah, Arceus. 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 Well, 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 you're Pokemon God. <laughs> Basically. But regardless, I'm, I'm just going to call it Arceus. Because I'm so used to calling it. <laughs> It's fine. I mean, I think that's how I was pronouncing it for the longest time, too. I couldn't, like, Arceus? What the fuck? Arceus. Oh, no, that was everyone. When they announced it, everyone's like, who? <laughs> who? Arceus? No, Ar- Arceus. What? What? What Pokemon it was, was like that? A co- I was in a voice chat, and it was like a collective what from everyone in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what What English rules are we following for this one? It makes sense, because it's this Arc. It's Arc. Like, yeah, Arc. Like, not an ar- like not like Noah's Ark, like, like the St. Louis Ark. No, it's, it's like an Ark is like it carries everything that he carries all the DNA. Oh, for yeah, he carries all the Jesus. DNA. Yeah, he's Pokemon like Jesus. <laughs> no, because well, no, it's with a K. If it's Ark, like no, like I, no, Jesus. not necessarily. How do you spell um, Ark to Triumph? Is it a K or a oh, C? Okay. In there? Uh, also, like, like the the arc of something, the arc of like if you're like throwing something, arc, the arc, arc that it goes of in is a C. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's 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 arc, that's a different kind of arc. No, but it's still arc. 
but well, it's, yeah. it's just the sound. Like it's just it's just the sound. But then they put "es" on the end. That should change it. It, sh- it would be a soft C then. That's only if they're following English rules, and it's not a. It's not made by an English <laughs> company. The Japanese is yeah, Arceus. Yeah. Arceus. Arceus. So the Pokemon Arceus at this point. <laughs> the Pokemon Oculus. The Pokemon Oculus. <laughs> yeah, no, I just. I'll get to it eventually, and I'll I'll probably have a an actual say to this. But as of right mm. now, I'm, yeah, I'll uh, I'll get back to it. Like it looks fun. I want to get it, but like I the the fact they're charging sixty bucks for that is yeah. I think I would I would honestly wait to see if you can get it on the cheaper side. At this point, it probably won't be because the it's the already been on like a couple like buy one get one half off sales or buy one get buy two get one free sales. So like. Mm. I'm I'm sure I'll be able to get it at some point. I'm just trying to convince my girlfriend that she should play it so I can play it because she won't touch it for a year. Yeah. The thing is, like, it being bare bones is kind of a, a good thing, but it also sold very, very well regardless. It, I'm happy it sold well from a they changed things up. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can see more. I just want it to be put in the hands of a competent developer next time. Because or hardware. even if it is bare bones and they can see that, oh, okay, well... Maybe we should try to improve on this and things like that because of the strong reception. Then they can probably add more things on it. Mm-hmm. The, the the Legend series is probably what we're going to be calling this as of right now. Legend series is a good blueprint to see, well, we want to shake up the formula. And, well, people buy it if the formula is shaken up. And because people recepted it very well and it sold and reviewed fairly well, minor gripes aside for certain things... I think what we're going to see is alternating Legends games and remakes. Yeah, I have a bad feeling that's what's going to happen, and they're not going to have real gens anymore. Mm-hmm. I would we're... be, ha- I'd be fine if they would just move on to only having singular versions of games. Yeah. Like, just make the next like Gen Nine, just make it one version. Like, make one version that to make a Legends. Do the Dynasty Warriors route. Yeah. One main game, and then one Extreme Legends or a Samurai Warriors or something to it. Yeah. Like, just make one and then spin off. Well, let, let, let's kind of play prediction here. If if you guys were to make the next Legends game, which Pokemon would be it? Um, Some people I've seen talk about Unova, which would be cool to have that, because that's one of the reasons Like we have a sequel in that is non-Japanese. It was our first non-Japanese area one. Hmm. I think, um, based off what little story there was in X and Y, they could definitely do a Legends game and that's it, that one to go with um, AZ. Yeah. Because that one's, like, prime prime one to have that type of thing. And it's a smaller... It's a landlocked area. Or it's not landlocked, but, like, they um that area is kind of like Sinnoh, where it's not overly huge, but they could definitely do a lot with it. Um, I would like to definitely see an Ancient Johto one, maybe before... Uh, the tower burned down, so, so we you, could see the legendary so breed, huh? legends ho ho or something like that. Yeah, or um, it would probably be legends Suicune to be honest, or something like that. I think it would be um, nah 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 nah. Let's do Raiko because he has no fucking love in this series. Yeah, we got I mean, Ante, the like... fucking movie. We got Crystal, which is about Suicune. <laughs> it would probably be legends ho or legends probably legends ho. I could see that one. Just because if they did it and they showed the the legendary beast before the tower burned down, because they were normal Pokemon then, yeah, um, they, like or like something like that, maybe even just an ancient form of them, that would be kind of cool. And yeah, like well, that area well, is just like prime to like show a more 
like an older area that would fit with the theme because like um the ones that one area like that's supposed to be yeah <laughs> the one area that's supposed to be kyoto like you could see an even more like an even older version of that and then the other cities i think there's a lot they could do and they already have the guy that was making pokeballs out of apricorns and they could show like you know the original family member that was that started doing that so there's a lot they could do in that type of setting and they could even make it just like all only Johto or Johto and part of Johto and part of Kanto stuff like that like there's mm. there's a lot they could do that would still be fun and hey if they decide to do a a remake style and alternating into that and a legend series maybe we can get let's go Johto into this we can get mm-hmm. let's go Johto and then legends ho ho and yeah. have that kind of like how, uh, unfortunately i have a bad feeling is they're gonna pair it so close together within two months of each other mm-hmm. but i'm pretty sure that's what's going to be the marketing scheme now i don't think it will it will um make sales of either version go down it will probably hype them up even more mm-hmm. but i'll just be for me i'll probably be like i'm just gonna pick one or the other yeah. Especially if they do a Let's Go, I probably won't buy that because if it plays like the first Let's Go, mm. which I found nigh unplayable, I won't want to touch it. But I do, after some news we had today, I do think they're going to remake more games because they're shutting down the Wii U and the 3DS eShops next year. Which means there will be no more access to Pokemon Bank. So if you want anything transferred over from your GBA games... Time to get on it because you need a, G- a GBA, uh, you need that our GBA cartridge, and then your two DSs to transfer things over, and then you need 3D um, Pokemon Bank, and then you need the 3DS games so you can transfer everything over to Pokemon Home. Oh, so it's impossible. It'll be impossible to get the certificate for anything in um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yep, you are. You have one year to get anything that you want off your old games over without, like, resorting to hacking, which I don't even know if you can do with, um, the the Switch thing yet, because, um, because you have to be connected to the internet for Pokemon Home, I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna work. I do find it wild that they're closing down the 3DS one. It doesn't feel like it's been long enough yet. To justify that but i'm not surprised because they had to remove the payment thing because of the new lo- like if you've noticed they said you can't make purchases with your credit card on the wii u and 3ds anymore you can't do that on the ps3 or the vita like you can't add funds via your card from those systems because of some laws they've changed like i think it's a security thing that would cost more money than worth to try and update those systems or maybe they can't um so like that's why I'm not. Once they said that they were getting rid of the purchase functionality, I'm like, okay, the this, this, this shops are going to close down soon, which sucks. Is because when the Wii U shop cl- closed down, we lost all of those extra virtual console games, which were the only places we were ever legally allowed. We were legally allowed to buy them, and then the Wii U has an even smaller version of that, and then we're not going to have virtual like virtual console versions of things anymore, which is really annoying. And I'm not looking forward to this. Uh, this is once again me explaining why it's not worth doing an all-digital future and not trusting Nintendo. It's a good thing to not trust them. They aren't worth your trust. Yeah. I'm still going to get physical games when I can. Yep. Uh, especially for console games, I think it's a lot um, easier. I'm so happy that I actually have like the not-digital version of the PS5, even though it costs extra. Just digital PS5 it's... is a scam. 
They just want, they want to right. lock you into that. Like, why would you not want to be, have the option of buying a disc game cheaper somewhere? I don't care about how much more convenient it is to download things. Games don't go on sale that often for a long time for it to be like, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, just going to, like, you know, pick this up. No, if you want a game when it comes out, you're spending $70 that goes yeah. directly to them. Like, physically, at least you own it. You can sell it. Uh, we don't have yeah, any real you'll, DRM. You'll own the game. Yeah. You'll own the game. You'll be able to sell it. If the store ever closes, you'll still have it. If the store closes and then new consoles come out and then people feel nostalgic for that old game, it'll be worth $300 instead mm-hmm. of whatever you paid for it. Like, Anybody want to buy a copy of Cubivore off me? It's worth $400. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, it's it's cool that I have that. It also doubles as a Blu-ray slash DVD player, so I can watch stuff for free from the surprisingly good collection of movies that are now at your local library because people have foolishly gone i won't need this anymore in the digital future donate it to the library and now it's like wow i can it's basically blockbuster for free yeah i remember seeing games there at once like probably about like 10 years ago i'm like the fuck is this <laughs> like, we have games now it's like wh- what y'all know you're trying to convince kids to not play games right like that's your one job is to tell kids hey we still have books but no here get uh, lego indiana jones over here uh, we've we've evolved. Video games are now able to be classified as high art. So, yay! Yeah, that that that's the that was one of the big things that was just an, actually just announced today. That's breaking news from today. It's breaking. Yeah, literally just announced. It's today. Breaking the sheep, like maybe a couple hours ago. Wow, well that's awesome. We're we're one of the first ones here. Yeah, which we, you guys I bet will we hear got an article late. out faster than our, than Kotaku. But no, by the time this episode up. goes out, it'll be on Kotaku. <laughs> oh no, Kotaku already has one up. Sorry. Damn it. Uh, they they don't have anyone else to rake through the the uh, the coals right now. So. <laughs> we did have other um, news. Do you want to go through news or do well, you? Get, or do I we haven't. Ask? I didn't talk about. Okay, my... Timber. What did you play? <laughs> All right. Um, so first. The thing that I've been playing on stream has been Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Have either of you played either of those things? I played the original Mario. Wii U. <laughs> Cat Mario. Cat Mario the game. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. Super Mario 3D World uh, surprised me because I expected something that was more like a new Super Mario Brothers, yeah. where it was, you know, just Mario Bros with kind of floaty controls and the ability to get really angry at your friends because it's designed deliberately to make you mad. Um, This one, while there were definitely some frustration moments, I still really question the decision to have the run and pick up your friend and throw them buttons bound to the same damn thing. I understand Um, why it's like that, because what else would you press to pick things up while you're running? Because like the whole point of Mario is grab something, run with it, and then chuck it. It's like you would do that for shells and stuff. There's so many other buttons, though. You could, like... But the whole point of Mario is to be very simplified. Like, the games need to be playable by a three-year-old. So the three-year-old's going to be happy when they've accidentally thrown their partner off the edge of the cliff. Yes. 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 Uh, Yeah. Here, Timber. (laughs) Did you find the game easy or difficult? Um... I found it relatively easy, and that scales depending on how many people I actually have playing. 
I found that when in single player and two player, the game is pretty easy. Once you add a third person, the difficulty scales up, not because the game got harder, but because now the camera is pulled way back, so I can't see what the fuck's going on anymore. And um, with the third player there, it also adds another element of chaos. There are certain things baked into the game that make it so that it tries to track whoever's in front. And once I ever had more than two people playing with me, the likelihood that the camera would just decide, ah, your friend is over here with a fire flower, and therefore further in the stage, you two are no longer important. And then just, like, peel the camera everything like away. Hell. When I was watching oh, you yeah. and Malcolm McFox play it, I'm like, this camera looks awful. Yeah. It, um, it definitely isn't... It's also, like, really not in your control. Like, there's buttons to technically control the camera. It, they don't do anything. You can do, <laughs> this. Like the you can do this to make it much more difficult work. for you, Timber. <laughs> Beat it without jumping. Um, it's doable yeah, since he that. since he's being made the video. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely doable. Like there are mechanically functions that can basically give you lift without you technically hitting the jump button. Um, and cat suit is very broken. It is broken in so many ways. It is relied on in so many ways in that game. But I also I, I also don't blame it for it because clearly that's what they were going for. It's in the branding, it's in the logo, it's spoilers. Bowser also gets a cat suit at the end of the game. I think that's mm. in the so. I think that's in the trailers. It's in the trailers. So like, you know, everything's cats in this game. So I guess they they really wanted to to sell it, but um, as a result, it is a very overpowered skill. Uh, the other thing that's really interesting in this game, and I learned about it recently through through speedrun, I thought it was just me. Um, no one plays as Mario. No one plays as Mario, not because Mario is an uninteresting character. Mario mechanically is not that. good. Yeah, Mario doesn't have anything. It's like, hey, if you're Timber. Luigi, Timber. you can high jump. If you're Peach, you can float. If you're Toad, you're fucking Sonic. Timber. If you're People... Mario, you're just... People have learned that Mario is freaking useless in this game for if there's a multiplayer mechanic since Super Mario Brothers 2. This is true. This is true. I knew that in Super Mario Bros. 2, but I just find it interesting that it's not something they've ever attempted to remedy. Like Mario should be the most powerful character. He should be good at all the things that all no, the No, he's the most average Joe. His brother is much better. I guess, okay, I guess the logic is you're like an older brother slash parent. You are player one, you are Mario. Yeah. And it's a way to give the kid, like, this extra edge, and they can be like, ha-ha, I'm better than you. See how much higher I can jump? Yeah. Yeah. Ha-ha. <laughs> so. Um, didn't you know that, that ladies' dresses can make you float for, like, five seconds? Yeah. I did prefer to I loved going fast. Toad's the best. Yes. Um cuz everyone else sucks. So Yeah. If Captain K ever plays this, he better play Toad and and never stop doing the Toad voice. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, it, so level design in it is very very cool though. Um I haven't had any major issues with any particular level except for the cursed upward scroll which is probably the worst kind of scrolling level yeah. ever conceived. Uh, <laughs> um, it just... 
yeah, that one's really tough. Uh, and, and, and anybody who played the game would know what I'm talking about, where you have like the chain, like the chain link fences going up and down and sideways, and you're a cat, and you're trying to keep your cat suit because you literally can't progress later in the level without having one. Mm. But it's inevitable you're going to get hit just because of how quickly the, the stage is scrolling. Um, also, in multiplayer, it's harder because there are these platforms that'll like fall if you step on them, thereby screwing over anybody who comes immediately after you to try and use that same bridge. Uh, so lots of that it's it's I don't know why this game and this series in general isn't more notorious than Mario Party for ruining friendships because my my god uh, I think Alchemy Fox literally rage quit on stream at one point because of incidental things that we did that weren't you know it wasn't like deliberately trying to to gang up on her or anything it was just well because we were trying to get this flower at this time it resulted in the camera panning and thereby screwing up whatever you were trying to do or you know it's very difficult to coordinate just because of how the game's designed but uh it's still a very fun time it's way less frustrating than a lot of the older ones in the nsmb series and um i also found it challenging but not it in every got frustrating like i'm probably getting to the frustrating part now because i've hit i finished the game and i'm at the bonus stages now where i think the actual difficulty is going to be there i'm anticipating that there are probably some levels in there that are basically kaizo mario we'll see um but pretty good time uh and of course i'll be playing bowser's fury this week so starting tomorrow i'll see that one which i think is the exciting one that people want to hear more about just because Super Mario 3D World is technically an old game at this point that I just didn't play because I live in the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. But then we have Hades, which is a more recent thing Hades that I did nuts. actually play. Hades nuts. Uh, it it's been fun. I I previously had thought that the last time I played this game, I made it past uh, Elysium. I did not. Uh, the game save file taught me very quickly that I apparently made that up. But it it was really interesting going through it and starting to see the mechanics flesh out a little bit more, see the story progress with, um, with like getting the gifts and expanding the boons, like the, the boon combos that I'm able to get from the different gods, um, encountering new characters, which I wasn't really expecting to have happen after whatever this was like my 15th run technically, in uh in Hades to still have new shit happening as you go through that that's that that was like the main selling point of the game and it really does help keep it alive a little bit more but that doesn't change the fact that it's a roguelike mm. which means that when I have a really fucking good run and I get to the final boss and I take out whatever the fuck Perseus or, or whoever it is that you fight there I think it's Theseus you fight Theseus and and the Minotaur and and Theseus is is so hard to take out he's so tanky and when he finally goes down his partner the minotaur goes ape shit so i'm starting to like double down on all of the things i had extra crit rate that i got from from artemis's bow trying to like outrun this bull that's charging at me perpetually get him down to the last sliver of like a fifth of his health and then die but timber why don't you just use the chains of chaos and rip his head off <laughs> uh do you do that in the new god of war i still have to play that no you don't 
Oh. You're you're playing against Viking I'm... people, man. <laughs> oh. But um. I don't know, after after getting that close, like it, 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 so a lot of people will say that that sort of thing drives them, where it's like, I was so close, I'll get him this time for sure. That usually doesn't happen for me. For me, when I have a really good run where I had all the perfect equipment and all the perfect setup, and I got within a hair's distance of beating something, instead I just go, yeah, I'm done. I don't want to have to do all that effort again to potentially be able to beat him because chances are I won't be as lucky as I was that run. And that tends to be like a deflating thing for me in roguelikes is, is when you feel like there's a pretty significant luck element to what you actually get in your equipment and then feeling like you can't ever achieve that again. Um, admittedly, this is offset by the fact that over time you level up and once you level up enough, you will eventually make progress. But, um, I don't know, when you're like, I'm a good gamer on your 15th run, and then you see people being like, I beat it at si at, in the 60th run, you go, okay, while it is normal to take 60 runs to beat this game, I should be better than that. There's just, I, I don't know, I, I guess a self-competitiveness with it that keeps me from actually trying, because if I don't try, no one can say I sucked. <laughs> uh... Yeah, did either of you actually play Hades, or am I the, am I the only one in the room that played oh, this God, no. game that's not sponsored? Do you not like Supergiant game stuff? Uh, no. And also, uh, I don't like roguelites. That's fair. But that also, Supergiant fair. games are like, we have this really cool idea for our game, look at this cool art, and then they're like, but we're gonna zoom all the way out to Venus. So you can't see any yes. of it. And I absolutely yes, hate I that because like Transistor I wanted to play. And then they like show the character. I'm like, oh, cool. Redhead with a sword and cyberpunky. Then they zoom the camera all the way out. I'm like, never fucking mind. Because... And that game's so good and underrated, too. I think you would really. Is it underrated or is it rated exactly where a super giant games game should be? You know, you say Ooh. that they're underrated, but I'm pretty sure like super giant game is a pretty big studio i know I their name as an indie studio yeah. they're not underrated or not known it's like not Super knowing Giant yacht club was underrated i didn't say that the developer was underrated i said i said specifically transistor but like games under this particular studio at this point I, I think they're rated exactly where they need to be like i don't i don't think they're underrated i think they're they get the dues they need i think if anything hades is overrated there's potential for that for sure. I like especially like playing of Hades, with the amount of like sure fan like art and people then. talking about. Then I look at it, I'm like, oh look, it's a roguelite game. There's a lot of these. What's this one? I'm like, oh, all the characters are hot. That's what it is. <laughs> the reason why it's popular it, is because all the characters are hot. That is the reason. It is also very well researched Greek mythology, which is definitely um, a thing that keeps me invested in it too. Is just like, hey, I know. But these timber. Things. But timber. Kratos didn't come in and kill all of them. That's yes. not Greek mythology. The thing is, the concept of... <laughs> the, the concept of... Uh, fuck. The concept of fucking? Now. Yes. It's a pretty the good thing. Of fucking is love. an ancient tradition unsurpassed by anything else humanity has ever come up with. Um, but Kratos also fucks. So... <laughs> this is true. He does. 
Yeah, my, my, my brain failed me here, so I guess we can just <laughs> cut off that trail of thought. Um, anyway, that was Hades. It's fun. I've, I've been enjoying it. I made some progress, but then I got mad. Lost Ark okay. is the next game on the list that I've actually played. Okay. Are you enjoying it, or is it typical new MMO? So do you know what it is? Because Ken did not So know it, it is an online MMO light. I'd say MMO light because it's not actually an MMO, but it's more Diablo-styled. Where there is, I think, mm-hmm. MMO elements, but it's mostly di- like multiplayer Diablo dungeon crawling. Yeah, I think that would be a pretty good way to define it. Uh, I've been really enjoying my time with it. Interestingly, anytime I speak with um, other people about it, there seems to be this sentiment of like, I'm having fun with it, but I don't want to. Like That's kind of the resounding feeling. I think it, there's just this element of like addictive juice in the game Mm -hmm. that makes people feel dirty the way that a lot of mmos tend to i felt that that and then also like um but well that and also like anything that's loot based has the potential for being very addictive of like trying to get the best loot for things whatever it is like um because like even like destiny people who are like oh i'm tired of destiny they still do it because they're dailies and trying to get like the guns they want like, that loot-based thing where you're, like, searching for the exotic gun, like, the good armor, stuff like that, definitely does scratch an itch people want, and especially if it's free to play. Like, that's going to... I would say, well, while it does, it is free to play, and it does have the Diablo perspective, mm. I think the thing that, that felt m- most similar here is Dynasty Warriors... This game has a habit of taking you into spaces, what? and then, regardless of how, regardless of how um, small or large that space is, they will somehow find a way to jam about fifty enemies in there, and you will do, do you clean not, sweep the room. Do you in not like understand two what, what what Dynasty Warriors is? It's a it's a game where you where you kill a lot of things all at once very quickly, but not just fifty. You're killing like five hundred though. <laughs> get, well, okay. get get your fucking but... numbers straight there. <laughs> Fine, a room with five hundred things, <laughs> and then you take. I mean, they have been progressing. And then you do though, a sure you do a three off. head combo, and you just kill them all. <laughs> it, it. I'm yes. Um, this game. So it could be different depending on the classes you're playing with, though I haven't seen much evidence of that. I personally am playing as the Berserker class, which means that quite literally I am just guts from the anime Berserk. Uh, I I swing big railroad pieced sword um, into my enemies. I can spin to win if I want. I can slam it on their heads and then they shower me with gore after I crushed 12 of them all at once. Um... It's very satisfying doing combat in this game. Um, It is also kind of easy. Like, you know, they throw all these things at you. You do basically one or two shot the majority of them most of the time. Um, So flashy but easy combat. Questing through areas to advance a relatively standard RPG story. This game's three Um, years old. It is, yeah. It was very popular in Korea before it ever came here. Anyang <laughs> Haseyo. Yeah, because um, so that, but, that, that, oh, yeah, to finish your thing, I have a thought that goes with that. Oh, no, you can go ahead. Um, one weird thing with this game, which I so 
I got a free code for it. I'm not going to use it. I don't know, like, they selected some people on Twitch. I don't know if it was just partners or what, but they gave them, like, an early access code, I think, a couple days before it came back. If you notice everyone playing the game right now, that's why. Um, but a lot of my friends are playing it, like, Copy was playing it and such, and he was pointing out something that was really annoying, and one of the things is all the character classes are gender locked, or, like, the, some character classes are yes. gender locked, which is really annoying. And one counterpoint someone was saying, oh, well, some devs and something were saying they're going to make it more, um, like, they're going to, you know, like, split that off and, like, actually make, like, them gender neutral, whatever. But the thing is, they've been saying that for three years. So they actually going to do it? Maybe not three years. It's closer to two two years, like, two and a half years. Are they actually going to do it? Who knows? The way I heard, the way, go ahead. I'll say, it's just like looking at it, it's like, there's not a whole lot of choices. Depending on you pick, like, uh, Copy's playing as a gunslinger. Uh, name um, yep. Gun Slussy. Wait, no, yep, Gun Slussy. Class to play, um, and it only <laughs> has, and it doesn't have any subclasses. I think if you want something else, like that, that's all they have is that some classes yeah, are not yeah, developed gunner, at well. So the, yeah, the Gunslinger class, you have like three different classes. They use guns that are male, and mm. then you have the one female, which is the Gunslinger, and the Gunslinger is one of the most powerful ones. So everybody wants to do that, mm. but they also. I don't know. I had a friend literally start the game being like, I wanted to be a gunslinger, but for some reason it wouldn't let me choose it. So I went with this other thing. It's like, oh no, you just had to be the girl character. And he's like, what? Yeah, yeah. which is really weird to have gender locked. <laughs> I don't like the idea of gender locked character classes. So I think even like, are there healer classes in it? Because a lot of games are like, oh, all the healer classes are locked to women. It's like, why though? There are two healer classes. One is a paladin, which is the male, but technically that's a hybrid class. And then there is the one straight healer, which is the bard, and that's a that's female and only female. Yeah, so it's like really weird they have that. I don't know. Are you in? Also, so, if you want to be a mage at all in that game, you you have to be a woman. There are no there are no caster men. Um, I did hear that somebody explained it that apparently, especially with like RPGs or MMOs in Korea, there is this mentality that unlike in the west where the whole thing is that you're designing your character they generally view the classes that they use in mmos as more of a hero that you are inhabiting the mm-hmm. you know you're inhabiting this pre-existing character's world and these are the events occurring to this character so they're more accepting of the idea that yeah this is just some character you're playing as it is not you it is not the 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 character of your dreams there's like a very specific thing that this character is supposed to be oh god japanese players must be so confused by people's final fantasy 14 characters then (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it's the same in japan i'm not sure but certainly in korea that seems to be a thing i mean that's why they have different worlds for them right so yeah but like i i i roleplay my characters all my japanese named characters are all the dragon people which thematically is of the japanese naming style for them uh ken do you do erp no are you just saying no yeah no i don't okay (laughs) so if anyone did it would be you yeah i mean i would but no that seems too much too much l told me the um what are the 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 little people called falalas or something Oh, yeah, the potato people? Yeah. Yeah, the Lafalas. She said that they're all, like, just played by really horny people that want to ERP. No, 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 no. 
So like for for their well we we me and then Mujiki and then my other friend we we stick to the lore because falafels their their naming schemes have to rhyme for their mm. names. So um his name is Reset Baguette. <laughs> and it's like an inside joke because people ca- call that Reese's potatoes and if you guys don't know a reset is a potato. Oh, russet. Russet yeah. baguette. Oh. Russet baguette. Gotcha. So, because it rhymes, and then we wanted to make a pun about the potato. And then we were in this guild for, like, years, and then one of them was like, oh, my God, I didn't know your name was a potato. <laughs> so. I forgot what else is. Um, it's something Thylander. She made a Highlander with, like, the biggest, beefiest thigh she could. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah shall we um, move on yeah. to the moose and so, uh well uh, just quickly talking a, a little bit more about lost ark um one of the nice features in this game if you're playing with um r- really I, I was playing through it with alchemy fox who decided to go with a bard so mm. i did have a companion through the the whole journey while I ride on my pinata mount that looks absolutely preposterous with guts from Berserk riding on top of it, but um, uh, I enjoy contrast. Uh, So we're riding around on our pinatas, and the one thing that we ended up discovering pretty quickly is that there is a side mechanic to the game. Most of the time you're going along doing main or side quests through relatively linear passages full of enemies until you, I imagine, finish the main quest line and, and start doing, like, actual raid content. No, you don't say. Um, <laughs> but before, at any, at any point, if you're ever like, you know, I just want to, like, do something else, um, they do have, apparently, a, like, house system, which I still haven't unlocked yet. You do get to also level up crafting skills, so stuff like woodcutting standard stuff in MMOs. Hmm. And the third thing, which I wasn't expecting, is they have something akin to a Korok seed mechanic. There's literally these Kokomo seeds, or or whatever they're called, um, (laughs) and you go around, and and, and you're able to, like, find these hidden in, like, kind of different areas. Initially, they seemed really bizarre. I found one that was particularly obnoxious in the starting city called Prideholm, where you would go into the cathedral, and if you ran up along the left-hand side wall of the cathedral, eventually it would let you through the wall, Then, eg- thereby exiting the cathedral, entering a courtyard. No one can actually, like... Actually, it's not even a courtyard. It's just, like, you enter the black space outside the cathedral, and there's two, like, seeds there in the in this, like black space that looks inaccessible that one was obnoxious but most of the time they have them hidden hidden away in these like secret walled areas similar to diablo where like you can get a secret room and there's like treasure there in this case we're going to get kokomo seeds and um usually some kind of like specialty dish ingredient that you can then cook a meal with that then contributes to your adventure journal, which keeps track of these things that you collected. And if you 100% the adventure journal, then you get an achievement or something. I'm not really sure what happens. But um, so there's kind of like these little pieces of side content that are a good diversion when you eventually get numb to the idea of killing 5,000 of of a thing for an hour. Um, But yeah, that's Lost Ark in a nutshell. I'm having fun. I'm not sure why I'm having fun because... You know, the story's not particularly gripping. The graphics are good. 
Uh, it does present itself very nicely, and the actual combat is satisfying. But usually this kind of thing doesn't grip me, so I'm kind of confused in myself why I'm actually having a good time. But Well, because you have Alchemy there Fox there to help you. I mean, it I mean, kind of uh, like having... helps having someone there to play the game. Also, it. yeah. Also, I think it's kind of a... It is a Pokemon Go thing right now where everyone is doing it. The server I'm playing on right now is Jan with about 10 friends of mine, many of whom I've never played a video game with before because all of them hopped on this bandwagon. You know, so it's a little bit... Timber, you say that it's popular, but this is the first time I've ever heard of this game. It's popular it's... on Twitch right now. Okay, like it's well, it's yeah. it's like it is pop if you're into this type of game if you know someone on Twitch it's popular for that reason because it's new but let me actually look and see categories that are currently on right now I mean, where it, it is has, it broke the record on Steam for one of the um for the the most people cumulatively playing it at one time so Lost Ark uh, currently has four hundred and twenty eight thousand viewers. But it was like at the top. It's going down, down, down at the moment. Wait, hold on. Actually, that's it's sorted by recommended for you. One second. Okay, no, it is the most popular game right now. Currently, it for some reason Twitch had it set like I understand that for me, but it's really confusing when I'm trying to figure out what something. So it's the most popular game on Twitch at the moment, but it is going to go down over time because they also did this with oh, what was that RPG or that MMO that came out like a year ago? No, not even I that. New World. New World. Yeah, what happened to New World? New World was bad. <laughs> it wasn't a good game, so it didn't maintain any steam. So I can see this one um, doing a little bit better because it's been around longer. It's not like a fresh launch of a brand new game that has a lot of problems. It probably has like some issues that are like region-specific right now because it's outside of Korea. But like it already has an established user base and an established like system that already works. So I see it might be popular for a while, but I think if you weren't already... It's also... In also, the, if you even ignoring Twitch stats, it is currently the most popular game on Steam. Dwarfing Counter-Strike Global Offensive with 1,119,642 peak mm -hmm. players today. Now, so you say that it's, like it's, I'm I'm a PC player, Timber. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it also, too, since Ken only plays console, I'm pretty much console only, too. I only really know about this because they gave me a code and people have been talking about it. Otherwise, I'd be in the same boat of view, which is, the fuck is that? Fair enough. And the only reason I know about it is because I've had friends at work tell me about it. So, like, mm. I wasn't... It wasn't really on my radar. It just... You know, the the cultural zeitgeist around me made me aware of it. I'm like, sure, I'll play. My friends are playing it. I should try. Uh, and here we are. It's mm. better than I thought it would be. But also, at the same time, it's something I feel I shouldn't like. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Oh, it looks like there's a lot of uh, low-hanging fruit about this. Mm hmm. What do you mean? Depiction of Clarifying. female uh, <laughs> depiction of female characters feel like out of date. Oh, I mean, yeah, it, it is like all that stuff and like the gender specific classes. Like For it's sure. it's very much uh oh, like in Korea or like you know in Asia it might have been like this is really cool, whereas it comes over here and everyone's like. Why can't my himbo man be a healer? <laughs> like it's really, it's a cultural thing want, which they probably yeah. didn't anticipate being an issue until now. Why can't I play as Yaskir in Lost Ark? I don't understand. 
I want to be. I want to yassify my character. Why can't my paladin be yassed? <laughs> I mean, why can't I yassify my paladin? I really need to know. All right. So that was that. Yeah, that was more time. Now we can actually do oh, news. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can run through the news real quick. I can do them quickly too, because there's some that uh. Oh God, Ken, don't tempt me with that. Um, let's see. Here's an easy one to start with. Sony bought Bungie in response to Microsoft buying Activision. So, um, good job, Sony. So, you know, I have a little bit of here and there with this. Like, so apparently Bungie is working on something that wasn't Destiny related, mm-hmm. but they are still being called as an independent developer even though they're just getting all their funding from sony at this point i mean for now but they are in the playstation studios family now so yeah yeah so it's very interesting and a lot of people are like oh okay bring back socom or do killzone or something like that because the head of um gorillas gorilla gorilla studios is the, the the president of uh playstation studios yeah, PlayStation Studios, so it'd be very easily that Gorillas isn't going to make a Killzone thing anytime soon. I think they were pretty done with the series, weren't they? Yeah, they were pretty much done. Like, like because of how the, the last game for the PS4 did, it mm-hmm. they kind of booked in their, their, their game song. But if they wanted to reboot it, or if they wanted mm-hmm. to do, like, Resistance, or anything like that... They they possibly can hell they can do SOCOM if they want to because those yeah. things haven't been haven't been drugged up in a while, or they can do Bungie's new IP which probably is going to be something of spacefaring thing. Yeah, see they do sci-fi, so like yeah. if they if they would not do sci-fi, I'd be very surprised. It'd be a big hard turn for them, which I wouldn't. It's not that I don't think they could do it, but like they know space, like they should. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting, and apparently uh, the guy that is head of PlayStation Studios said that this isn't going to be the last acquisition, so there is going to be a couple more things. And, you know, hey, I wasn't on the episode that you guys decided to talk about <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> buying all this stuff. And, oh, you were eating your hat through that. <laughs> oh, man, I, I was going freaking crazy editing that episode. <laughs> I'm my big thing is I don't care that they bought Bungie I'm just I'm like I was when Microsoft bought ZeniMax like I was when Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard or it's going to and now this I am not happy just overall because this is making less and less competition and but but you're not even playing these games though it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just it's not that I'm not playing these games. It's more of the games industry doesn't need only a couple companies old owning these studios. That's the issue. Like it's we don't need to have less big corporations. We don't need to have like Yeah, we don't need to have like, you know, six to eight companies owning all of the game development studios for but, video games you know the thing is the, the way that's like i'm not gonna be like oh you know big company good kind of thing mm. the thing is for the way that sony's been doing this is they've just been acquiring a lot of these smaller companies which makes sense it's just they they worked with these companies mm. fairly closely even with bungie with with destiny microsoft's that. purchases are a lot more worrisome yeah someone like that's... bungie 
where Bungie, I kind of worry about that. I don't think Bungie can be independent. Like, they want to be. Like, they were yeah. Microsoft, and they went independent. Then Activision bought them, went independent, now Sony. I don't think they can because I don't think they make enough money. Yeah. Like, I think they make a decent amount of money, but I think they're since they are, like, all in one thing, because they are still basically a big indie studio in a way they're not but like in that thing where they have like they they, they have one thing they work on one yeah um if that tanks they are, they're screwed they are the destiny mill they don't yeah. have a safety net so like Especially Sony buying they, them it, it makes sense it, it, mm. it kind of helps them fund whatever the hell they're gonna do but yeah i'm more worrisome about what microsoft is doing because they are not buying these smaller studios. They're buying, They're buying big, big ass fucking companies. They bought and Zenimax, which gave them um, Zenimax proper, gave them ID, um, let's see, ID, Bethesda, Tango, Arcane, and are there a couple like other ones in there too? They bought yeah. basically, they got like all the Zenimax brand stuff. And now buying Activision Blizzard, that gives them Overwatch, gives them uh, COD, COD, World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft. Of it gives them a lot of other big name weirdly releases. And they're like, oh, everything's to be like, you know, on their own. But the thing is, it's not going to affect anything in the next couple of years. But like three years out from now, all that stuff's going to be exclusive to Microsoft. Not, not, not even that. I think like we're, we're not going to see an intimate immediate change now mm-hmm. we're gonna see it work out when we do come across the next generation when we do come across the next thing for five to ten mm-hmm. years from now we're gonna see this monopoly happen if if the, you know the trades my, my my greatest concern and what i think this is all going to boil into is the same thing that you've seen happen with the film and television industry where you have three monopolistic companies that own all the property rights across the internet and then they go all right you know what would be a cool idea none of you own anything pay the subscription fee and you have games to us for Mm. our games see and anything else isn't ours and therefore isn't yours and that's the end end all be all like the idea of game pass as a thing that you can do it sounds cool now but it may be all you can do five to ten years from now. Yeah, and that makes me really worried about, well, I mean, physical media as of this point. Because, hey, you us saying that buying the digital-only version of these consoles is a fucking crock. But in five to ten years from now, when possibly the, these companies are going to flip a switch and be like, yeah, we're not going to do physical games no more. Everything is going to be through our services. Yeah. And we'll be fucking screwed because nothing is going to be completely, quote-unquote, ours now. Yeah. You won't have ownership. You won't have ownership rights. And on top of that, if we ever end up in a future state hundreds of years from now when they're looking back at our civilization and trying to unearth anything about us, they'll go, huh, it just kind of stopped here. I guess video game, like people stopped caring about video games around 2030 for some reason. Because <laughs> we're not finding anything anymore. Yeah. So it's, it's very worrisome. Like I'm not, too, I, I'm worried for Sony's part at a big, at a certain point. 
but not right now. I'm more worried about Microsoft's handling of all this because mm-hmm. Sony, when Sony was buying these companies, it was smaller companies that they've been really working with fairly well, such as um, Bluepoint. And then the yeah. only other non-companies that they haven't been working well is something that they've been trying to reach out from, like certain other PC porting companies that they bought within the last year was because of the fact that PlayStation is now trying to, or Sony is trying to now reach into the PC grander market and having these companies do the porting process will be a much more easier task than just having distracting their, their main party studios for that. I'm I'm worried about what's going to happen if Microsoft is going to have this big dick pissing contest about, yeah, we're going to buy everything and make it free, quote-unquote, for all the players because if you have Game Pass, it'll be free kind of thing. And I'm really fucking worried about that because Game Pass isn't the end. It, it, it shouldn't be the end-all be-all because, of mm, course, like, they're doing... They're doing I, I really they, like they do Game give Pass. it and take it away as well. I really like Game Pass, but, like, I think people need to understand, like, they'll say it's the best deal out there, but, like, it really is, like, you don't own anything, and, like, no subscription service is a good deal for, like, poor people, too, which is another thing they do, yeah. like, oh, it's good for, like, no, it's not, it's not, subscription it's, it's, services are not, they're predatory, but, like, things yeah, being on there is going to hurt purchases of games, and, like, if things don't do, like, I, I just see it gonna be, like, backfire long term. It's just this very, very successful, very effective honeypot scheme that pretty much every big company has been doing for the past decade. And I think people might be catching on to it now, but it's it's a little too late. Like, you look at a company and go, oh, this company is such a nice guy. They're giving us these things for free. It's a good deal. YouTube did it before they went to shit. Twitch did it before they went to shit. It's just... It's the way that they get you. They'll go, hey, have these cool things for like five years, and now that you're dependent on us, here's the catch. Yeah. See, like, I'll be worried about Sony once they start nabbing these bigger companies. Like, you know how everyone was saying, oh, they should buy Square, they should buy Capcom, they should buy, well, they won't have mm. it, but Bando Nam guy. So, uh, honestly, if they buy Band- Bandai Namco, that will be, like, the biggest thing for them. If they buy them, that's their equivalent of buying, buying Activision, Activ- Blizzard. A- Activision Blizzard. Because that is the biggest third-party company out of Japan. Not only will you get, you know, all the Tekken and stuff, the, the the main pillar of a fighting game series right there that has been associated with PlayStation for a while, you'll get anything that they do outreach for third parties for any anime games. You'll get the, all the anime fighters. You'll get Naruto, Boruto, Sasuke, all that lovely stuff. You'll it's get all the all... same series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll get uh, Demon Slavery Aiba. You'll get that. You'll get all their third-party anime fighting games. And that's a big get for people that, you know, that like anime and all that stuff. And you'll get, um, I think, Tails. Tails is part of that. Is Tails part of Bandai? Yes. Okay, so you'll you'll also get another RPG series off of that. Which they already have 
uh, some workings before with Bandai as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just I, long term, I'm not long term. I'm worried about what this is going on, especially the way Microsoft dreams up. If Sony does a big purchase, that's when we're going to need to start to worry. If they get anyone, it's going to be Square Enix, but I doubt it. I think but. like if there's anyone that Sony buys, it's Sega. Yeah, I can see that. It's I'm I'm surprised they Sega get Atlas as, then. Ha, as of right now has remained unscathed from all this because I thought Microsoft was going to buy Sega because they need something in that Japanese market. They might not let them do it too. That might be a thing where like all the Japanese companies are holding. Like the only Japanese company they have is Tango. Yeah. As far as I know, unless they have like a small one here or there, but they pretty much have Tango, and that's it. Yeah. And Tango's really not known for being like super yeah, Japanese games yet. At the moment, the the most Japanese game they're having is going to be a Sony exclusive for a year. So, and even so, that that Tango has only been a company for what five six years. Um. Well, Evil Within released on PS3. Oh wow! I didn't know. Yeah, it's that. a lot older than you realize. So at least, at least since we were in Japan, then mm-hmm. about eight years, eight nine years, then. But what what have they released? They only released what three games at this point. Uh, they released Evil Within, Evil Within Two, and they're making Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, so three games at this point. That's very interesting. But I mean, regardless. Like I'm, I'm surprised Sega has remained unscathed from all this as of right now. But that's um, all I have to say about that right yeah, now. Say that, Until... that was something I expected to be a very short conversation that went longer. <laughs> um, one second, I'm just looking up something. Yeah. Someone... Uh, no, sorry. I just wanted I... to put my two cents about the the Microsoft purchase because. Yeah, it's, the only reason why... Oh, sorry, go ahead. It it won't be bigger news until we see what the hell Sony is going to be doing now. Right. Because of the fact that, that, that they said that they are going to be buying more. So until Sony is going to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to buy... fucking they, they, This could all be moot point, and they'd be like, oh, we bought Square Enix tomorrow. <laughs> Which they might not even bother, because Square Enix is more than just games at this point. Some dude commented right. like with a sorry, a dude t- commented on my buddy's status or my buddy's tweet, basically with the uh, the Japanese equivalent of "Don't cut your your chickens before they've hatched" uh, about him <laughs> prepping what like uh putting out one of his videos and he's just like what and I looked it up I'm like oh it's an idiom he's being a dick to you he's basically saying uh, don't be too excited about your video if it doesn't do well. Oh my or God. don't be surprised if this game doesn't do well, something like that. I'm like, you're being a dick. Okay. The the Bungie buyout with Sony was something that I I only thought of as a big deal because in my mind, Bungie still had Halo. Yeah, that's you're kind of uh, like the guy that uh, my... you're like the guy at Microsoft that bought that said they should buy Rare because he thought they got Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like holy shit, guys! We got Halo. Imagine how disappointed Sony was. <laughs> it is a weird world because at the moment, Microsoft just bought the people and now own the IP of Crash Bandicoot, and Sony bought the people who made Halo. Yep, <laughs> that was the big thing. Everyone's like, they were trying to get back. They're like, oh, Microsoft or microbots are going to be whatever what they call them, Xbots. 
They would go to be sad. We got Bungie now. They're like, Bungie hasn't made anything good in a decade. We don't give say, a shit. The, the X-Bros don't care about that. <laughs> like, no one cared about Destiny. The people There are people who care about Destiny, and they are... It's like the people who care about WoW. No one actually cares about WoW, but there are a lot of people who play it. Like, it's... No no one's actively talking about Destiny most of the time anymore. It's pretty much... It has its fan base who sticks to it, and that's about it. Yeah. Alright, so we did... So where are we at? So, so we talk about the direct. Um, let's do the Capcom thing, and then we can go in the direct. Uh, it's a quick thing with the Capcom thing. They have a cryptic countdown thing that was up for a week. <laughs> it still, I think, has like five days left. So there are two things that went on with this. One of them there's this countdown. It's like on a very generic background, and it's just like in a Seven font. It kind of looks. It kind of looks days. like. Yeah, that could actually be something. I never thought about that. It looks like the font they use for Resident Evil, but like Capcom has pretty much been like streamlining their stuff. All the Resident Evil fans think it's a either going to be Reverse Resident Evil Village DLC or an it's RE4 gonna remake. DLC. It's going to be the DLC. Everyone that I, thinks otherwise is fucking stupid. I hope it's that, but I don't know why they'd make a big deal about it. I honestly don't care if it's Resident Evil related. I'm pretty much I just want them to release DLC for Village like they promised. I want them want to know what they're doing with Reverse, just like is it coming out or not. I hope they cancel it and just put all those resources in the village. And yeah, also, same, I'm hoping, same. I'm hoping, um, I just want nine to come out. Like I know eight just came out, so I'm not in a rush, but I just want nine to come out, finish the current story, and then I'm done with Resident Evil. I'm washing my hands of that series. I'm done. Um, yeah. The I other mean, side of it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean the the fraction of what I've seen of the marketing, I'm I'm pretty much expecting it will be the DLC. It's probably like a you play as Lady Dimitrescu thing because that's the big thing that people would get excited over. I don't know about and... that. <laughs> I feel like if it's anything, it will have to take place well before the story or well or after the story based on how the story goes. So, Which I know is really vague, but like it makes sense if you know. I mean, story-wise, I would think it'd be like yeah. the Chris DLC, right? Um, it's either like if they did something where you played as Chris the whole time, I could see that it'll be lazy, but they could do it. It could be anything that happens before because there are links between Village and RE1, so they could do that. Um, or it could take place after the epilogue with Chris or something because there was he was going somewhere at the end of the game. Yeah, it could go anything. I Just mean, to, like, also, I one. want the DLC so that we can finally do our fucking episode about Resident <laughs> Evil Village because yeah. somebody. Timber, just finish it. Very, very good about taking my time mm-hmm. with Resident Evil Village. Timber, that's just how you play games at this point. I'm still waiting for you to You're finish. just discount Captain. Don't even try to pretend otherwise. You know, Captain actually played Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I'm like, oh, look, he's playing a free to play MMO. That sounds very much like Captain K right now. I was going to say, that sounds like something that's what, what he does anyway. That's what he does. It was wonderful. It is what he does. He had also, um, I believe, an hour and a half in, he had just started the prologue. Sounds about right. <laughs> the, he was sitting on Character Creator forever, just being like, should I. Like make I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised that he just didn't go on a fucking tangent, and then realized he was making a character, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm playing this game." Oh, he was trying to do something for um, another one of those MMO, like one of those things related to Genshin, where like he had to do it within like a certain amount of time, and he was just talking. He's like, "We've been here for about an hour. We we have to get this done tonight." It's like, then go. It's time to go. <laughs> 
Yeah. Why'd you log I, in I already? Do, I do plan on playing more more Lost Ark, so maybe maybe there's an opportunity for a, mm. a, a Captain Ark cast, depending on how much he does it. Yeah, you guys can do that. <laughs> I mean, what am I going to talk about? But anyway, back to the Capcom thing. The other side of the Resident Evil thing, or people think it's Resident Evil, is the Street Fighter fandom is hoping it's Street Fighter Six. Because that would make sense, because they pretty much work on four franchises right now. It's like Monster Hunter, Street Fighter, Devil May Cry, Resident Evil. Mega if Man I sometimes. To, if, if, if I had to say anything about that, I don't think it's a fighting game. I don't think uh, it is well, based I, on like... I don't think it's Street Fighter specifically, because they, the, the, character that, the, the character that they have for the final DLC character for 5 isn't even out yet. Yeah. So and that, that and that specific character is supposed to be what the future is going to be for six. Mm. It'd be really stupid of them to announce six before they even release the character for five. Yeah. So I don't think it's Street Fighter. I know people were probably clamoring for it, but I don't think it's that. I'd be more, I have more odds of it being Marvel versus Capcom than, mm. than it See, being a it, Street Fighter game. It needs to be one of their popular. It needs to be one of their popular things or something making a resurgence for them to make a big deal about it. I oh, just, five did great. Devil May Cry six. Let's go. It could see. It could be another Devil May Cry. It could definitely be a new Devil May Cry. it's time. It would be time for another one. Um, especially because like they release what five special edition on modern consoles, and that was pretty uh, much just to hold people over. Yeah, with the Virgil can, DLC, which is pretty good too. So I can probably see them wanting to make it a bigger deal on. And Xbox because the last two games have been fairly Xbox tied as well. Mm. So I don't know if it being its own thing would be. Yeah, but that, it's announced. also like one of those. Like I feel like it's a big enough reveal to make. It's it's one of their bigger franchises to make a big deal about leading up to it. But most of their franchises that they do announce stuff, they do at other presentations. So they wouldn't do it on their website. So yeah, it's that... something. Not it's it's like more of a B or C tier thing, which is still popular, but like it'll be a port DLC or something like that. I cannot imagine it being this is how we're going to announce a new entry in a game when they could just wait until you know state of play uh, yeah. E three something like that. Yeah, and it's still the twenty fifth anniversary celebration of Resident Evil right now, so it could be tied to that. That's why everyone the big thing reason everyone thinks it's that. Devil May Cry 5 for the Switch. Oh god, Cloud Edition. It, 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 it would be Cloud <laughs> Edition, god no. That 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 thing can't even run. The, the Try and imagine, imagine trying to control all of these characters and it just fucking just hits at 5 frame rate. <laughs> Funny enough, the Switch has the best version of Devil May Cry 3. Yeah. It has um, a weapon wheel that you can select your weapons at any point in time in missions, and no other version has that. Too bad. Too bad I'll probably break the Wii, uh, the, the Switch, the Switch the Joy-Cons. Joy yeah. The Joy-Cons if I'm going to play 3 properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You mean on Dante Mode Die Mode? Uh, no, Heaven or, or Hell. Or Hell or Hell Mode? Yeah. Oh, Heaven or Hell. I, was, I thought Hell or Hell would be worse, but... So, outside of that... Um, well, another reason that people thought it was Resident Evil is because the Resident Evil 
uh, Twitter account was trying to hype up stuff that happened on their website. Like, oh my god, something's happening tomorrow at 4 p.m. Japan. I was awake at like 1 a.m. yesterday. I just happened to be awake, so I'm like, let me look, it's 4 p.m. in Japan. They added lore to their website of like 0, 1, 2, and 3. So like, whatever. Whatever, Capcom, figure your shit out. I'm still totally not bitter at that company because they haven't responded no or yes to me about their Capcom creator program. At this point, I don't care. I just want to get a no. I just want to respond. Did B not get an answer too? Or? We ha- neither her nor I have gotten an answer, and a lot of people have. I don't understand their selection process because I've seen some big partners be turned down, and then I've seen very like some weird like weird choice affiliates be picked. I'm like, okay, like I, I mean, you know, if you get in, you get in, but there's really not a huge bonus to it at the moment. I just don't understand what their selection process is. I'm like, just tell me no, so I can. I hyper focus on everything. So, like, I'm just like, I haven't heard back, haven't heard back, just hear back and let me, like, release me from this mortal coil at this moment. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to the direct, because I don't want to give Capcom any more time. They get enough time on my stream with me playing Mega Man lately. Um, there's the Nintendo Direct, which was the most millennial bait thing I have ever seen in my life. That was the biggest millennial bait uh, Nintendo I was Direct say, I've ever so? seen. <laughs> Um, I, well, I, they I know that it was very nostalgia heavy, if that's what you Yeah, meant. we'll see. The reason why it was uh, Millennial Bait is because it was all games that came out on the Super Nintendo or the PS1 that there is big nostalgia drive for that either didn't come out in the West or have never seen a re-release that are all coming out. Let me tell you this much. I had the biggest boner for Live Alive. <laughs> yes, Live Alive. Live, Live Alive is coming out. It's being remade in the Octopath Traveler um, engine, the 2D HD um, engine and that never came out west. It's getting, I think, an all new translation. It's getting yeah. voice acting. And usually, I'm not a big person on remasters, remakes, or anything. And this was a lot of big remaster heavy thing. But there was three games at least that have never come out over here. That I'm like, oh cool, we're finally fucking getting these games in an official capacity. Someone kept arguing with me in the chat. They're like, well, there's been fan translations. Like fan translations are not accessible. I'm sorry, but they're not. They're like most people aren't gonna know. Someone like that likes games but isn't into internet culture is not gonna know. Oh, there's a fan translation available. They're they're just they're they're not gonna know. So we're getting that one. Um, then we're getting Front Mission one and two, which never came out in English. We got Front Mission three first. Uh, that's gonna be cool because those are so, mech RPGs. What's, what's very interesting, I I found very interesting in this in this direct is. They've been teaming up with Square like a, whole a lot lately. Fucking a lot. And um the the front assault thing or the, the front mission front stuff mission. is is very interesting because of the fact that so Sony or not Sony, Square as of late has been doing model um plastic models as of late. Mm. And one of their things now is doing front mission stuff. And I'm, I think re- I think we're gonna see more of that. Reintroduce yeah, I think reintroducing this was like a big heavy push to be like, hey, our merchandising company is also going to probably make more mm. models. <laughs> it's cool that they're doing, like, bringing these back because, like, they did say after a lot more of, like, the Mana games and stuff did good and then the Saga games did good. They're like, okay, we're going to try and bring a lot more stuff back. And I know that, like, again, how I always say I'm not really into the stuff, it's nice to see things being more accessible again because, like, especially if we didn't have them. So, like, we're going to finally get a lot of these older series again. Um, like Live Alive, which is like the pre- the predecessor to like Saga Frontier. That is like 
the blueprint for Saga Frontier is that game. Which is also, Saga Frontier is the blueprint for Octopath Traveler. So, like, yep. it's all kind of coming back around. Uh, Triangle Strategy is also coming to Switch again, like, as well. That's coming out soon. And what else did they announce? Um, the one big one, they announced a Chrono Cross remaster. <laughs> which they got, they're getting, so Chrono Cross is coming out. They're redoing some of the art for it. So they even got back the original artist to make new portraits. So it's not like someone else did it. It's the original artist doing new portraits. They're making upgraded character models, kind of like how they did for Final Fantasy VIII HD, um, or the remaster for that. And um, I think also imp- like a you know rearranged soundtrack. And you can switch between new and old for both. I'm like, good, the Halo Anniversary style, which is what every remaster should have if you're doing it. Give me options. It's possible. In addition to that, they're also translating and, re- and releasing for the first time in English Radical Dreamers, which was a download-only interquel between Chrono Cross or Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross, which ends up, end up being remade into Chrono Cross anyway, but we've never had it before. And now we will. I'm really happy about this. Oh, Timber, I blame you for this. Now I'm getting a freaking bunch of ads on Twitter about Lost Ark. <laughs> yep you're welcome you'll you'll get sucked in no i won't you'll be joining the race. unless you won't, it you won't unless be it's been unless it's been able to play on a mac i'm not playing that game <laughs> i might this game is really low impact despite looking quite pretty um is I it genshin impact my... <laughs> uh i i don't know i haven't played genshin on my system i don't know if it can handle it <laughs> It's not that intensive. But yeah, um, in addition to those for that, my, Nintendo re- announced some new games as well. They re-showed uh, Advance Wars, which I thought was going to be just like, you know, brushed away and forgotten. They re-showed that. Um, they're making a new Wii Sports game for some reason. Hey, man. My mom was so excited when she Oh, heard I'm sure. That. Like, everyone over the age of 60 was like, hell yeah. I can finally sports again. And they're adding a new sport, and I think golf is free. So, like, yep. yeah, that's I mean, that's what it is. So, my dad also was also talking to me about the Switch, and I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, they, announced, they showed more for Splatoon 3, which showed that Salmon Run's coming back, and I hope it's not going to be timed, like, you know, only now I and legit- then. I legit thought it was going to be Metal Gear Solid Five <laughs> when, <laughs> when it showed Splatoon. Yeah, it was it was weird. Someone, like I was watching a rural visage play, and she usually plays retro games and stuff. She's like, I don't I'm like it's Splatoon. <laughs> it's Splatoon. Um, hold on, Nintendo. I want to see what else I missed on the Nintendo Direct stuff. Um, they added uh, an easy mode to Metroid Dread, which I remember being. Well, they did they add a hard mode too? <laughs> Yeah, so there's dread mode and rookie mode. So now you oh, they finally added easy, rookie mode. Thank and... fuck, because that game yep. needed it. <laughs> the fact it wasn't there to begin with was like always very confusing. Like, why was this not here? This game needed it. Oh, oh and wow. I think dread what was it? Um, absolutely terrible. That's yeah. A it's one hit. It's you. it's yeah. It's one hit kill. I think. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I'm not gonna play that. I'm gonna finish hard mode. And that's it. Um. Oh yeah, I forgot. There were some other big things. Um. Portal 1 and 2 are coming to Switch, which was a weird thing to see. Yay. Um, Klonoa 1 and 2 are being remade together. I'm so fucking excited for that. This is one of those times where I'm like, thank God, because Klonoa 1 alone is $200 minimum. 
<laughs> None of the Klonoa games are affordable. They're so expensive, so it's really cool to actually get a version of that. Um, let's see. Kirby, they showed more Kirby, and they showed his Kerbussy. Um, some things that he can't... Enemies he can't eat and copy their powers. He can just put his whole mouth all over it, and it's called mouthful mode. Someone there did not... Either someone there was having a laugh or someone there has absolutely no sexually active people on the translation team. <laughs> I'm... When I saw that, I fucking busted off laughing. I, I just... I couldn't. I couldn't. And I was like, oh, mouthful mode. I haven't experienced that in years. Gold Kerbussy going out there. So yeah, that's that looks interesting. I'll, I'll wait on that. Um, Fire Emblem's getting a Fire Emblem uh, Warriors sequel I'm so to, fucking excited. Um, I was so excited. It's a sequel to Three Houses called Three Hopes. I told my girlfriend, who does not usually so, play games like that, she's just like, I want it. I, I don't know if it's a sequel per se. I think it's it just another... It's another story in the universe, but it definitely takes place after the time skip, so... Yeah. So, I, it'll be very interesting to... to uh, mm. To see what one thing I also want to uh, add on here before we kind of continue on, there is one game that wasn't in the American Direct that I asked your your comment about this, and mm-hmm. it was it was called the the Sentinel Case, a uh, Shijima story. So basically, this is a a detective case that is pretty much a full on visual novel game. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really amazing. I thought that they should have showed it because it was, I mean, it's very Japanese heavy, but I thought it was really cool overall because it is like a visual novel style game. Mm -hmm. And basically you're trying to solve a murder mystery case that lasted over three generations. Hmm. And the fact that they got away with just using the same, same people that, (laughs) voice three different characters is kind of hilarious also uh gaim is in it i believe oh is he nice yeah he's one yeah, of i didn't see that one at all that that could be interesting i wonder if they'll show it later on when they confirm like a u.s ver- or an english version uh, of it no or something. It, it got a u.s release that the the commercial i, I sent you was the the peggy oh, okay i don't think i watched it i'll be honest i probably forgot <laughs> that was the, the day that the the direct came out um, girlfriend's yep. dad came to visit, so I just, I missed part of the direct. I got there for the end reveal, which I'll talk to talk about at the end because I'm gonna go crazy about it. Um, yeah. So like I got to see that, but I missed everything in between that and sports. So if it was during that time, if it was anything, I missed all that, and then anything afterwards, I missed. Uh, let's see what else they announced. New Mario Strikers. I like Mario Strikers, the football, the soccer game. I like that one. That one's a fun yes. series. I'm happy to yes. see a new one. Hmm. Um, let's see. Mario Kart's getting Mario Kart Eight is getting more DLC. It's so <laughs> so people were betting that Nine was going to come out or an announcement of Nine is going to come out, and they're like, "Nah, we're just going to do do more DLC for Eight. But at this point, it is technically Nine because it's forty eight fucking tracks. Yeah. Which at that yeah, point, like, like, why don't you just make a new game? Well, like, if it's not a graphical revamp, I kind of understand, because, like, what are what are they going to change if they made a 9 right now? Well, the visuals look like they came out of Mario Kart Tour for the iOS, so... <laughs> well, a lot of, I think a lot of the, the, the other maps that they got, I think they got all, 
a map from every single game. Hmm. So even including the one for the mobile. So there, there's that. I I oh, also man. think that it's uh very interesting that that somehow No Man's Sky is coming to this game <laughs> to the Switch. Yeah, No Man's Sky is coming, which everyone's like, oh, okay. Also, uh, I, don't, I, I honestly don't know who that's for. Who's just like, oh man, what's the overlap of people who are like, I have a Switch, I need to waste time with No Man's Sky. And... People who thought that, that... And I don't have a PC. <laughs> that space exploration was very good. People that really loved... Um... <sighs> Timber, I'm, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting. Outer Wilds. <laughs> Outer Wilds. <laughs> And they're like, yeah. I want to do more space exploration <laughs> with vapid nothingness instead. Yes, if I could just like have the Outer Wilds experience, but cut off with the, like, the with, like li- with no story and no dramatic moments of yeah, having yeah, a yeah. reset button. <laughs> <laughs> God, oh, if I, only. <laughs> I just remembered one of the things that made me laugh a lot. So people were intent that like we're getting Mother Three. <laughs> no, we got Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings on the the um, download apps, which is nice. But it's like, y'all and then everyone was like, as soon as Earthbound Beginnings was um, when the fade out to Beginnings was done, everyone was like, and three, and three. <laughs> nope. Come on. Uh-uh. Uh, there's Nintendo also I don't make me laugh. I don't think anybody really cares about it at this stage but there was a dlc announced for cuphead which i think largely is to act as subliminal advertising for the fact that they have a netflix show of Cuphead. i was gonna say it's gonna bridge it's gonna bridge the show right i think so yeah that's probably what they're gonna do i forgot the show was going out yeah it's i didn't see that one coming i never expected a game which was deliberately trying to just mimic the art style kirby's mouthful mode as well (laughs) <laughs> yeah, can we we should have a show uh for mouth for kirby mouthful mode that'll be I mean, the there's, the, there, there, there's a lot of shows for kirby's mouthful mode <laughs> oh no um let's see yeah this. i don't know i i didn't expect there to be a show about cuphead i don't know if it's going to be any good uh, i'll probably be too busy watching disenchanted frankly to notice it happened but um is that that matt graining this- episode or show yeah, the um, I tried the, to watch the thing that he made after Futurama. I tried to watch it, and the first season at least was not very good. It gets good. Second season onward is actually pretty good. The first season was a bit weak. We'll see. Girlfriends make me watch Downton Abbey right now, and I'm just like, oh, oh. I don't know any of their names of the characters. I'm like, oh look, there's Cherry Professor Hope. McGonagall, and I'm like, is that Mr. Downton? <laughs> She's like, their names are not Downton. I'm like, but isn't it their Abbey? <laughs> no, it's the name of the town. Oh. I just call it Downtown Abbey. I do call it Downtown Abbey, but actually Downton Abbey. And Downton I just do the, the worst British accent I can. And she just like looks at me. I'm like, you turned it on. <laughs> um, Let's see. Was there anything else? There's one more big thing because the rest I don't really give a shit about. There's just a lot of other ports and stuff or like sports. Um, They, they revealed Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And I was really surprised this wasn't the first thing you mentioned. No, because I'm going to end on the good thing. I'm going to end on We're the gonna thing. We're going to build it up, Timber. We're going to build it up. Just Kinda like, like the, how... just like they did, it ended on Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which I did get to see the trailer. 
Um, yeah. It looks... I don't know. Have either of you guys played Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2? I thought Timber did. So there's this girl in it called Cosmos. That's Xenosaga. she has a Gatling gun and there's a there's a, a golden okay. door. Has anyone... That's <laughs> the Zohar. Um, has anyone played or intend to play Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2? I, I intend to play... I do intend to play Chronicles. Timber, you say that, but it'll be 2027 at this point when you <laughs> Are you, you going to play through two 70-hour RPGs in preparation for this one in September? Is there a chance that I can just play the one coming out in September and understand everything? Well, the thing is, Pro- maybe, but <laughs> the way it looks like is the events of the first and second game make it seem like the world of three is a combination of the two yeah. by 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 plot and things that happen it so looks I, like a blend in it here's, there Timber, are things like I, the logo I, includes the mechana sword and one of the titans from two so like the, yeah. w- there's no information given what happens yet um so yeah. it looks here's, like that and i'm just hoping it doesn't have the blade system or at least not the gotcha blade system from two but I'm really hoping this is going to be fun. It looks really good. So what you're saying is Sakurai has another character that he can possibly add if he wants to do more DLC for Smash. Um, maybe. I have two questions about Xenoblade Chronicles that will dictate whether or not I invest time in them this year. Okay. The first, and I think we may have addressed it kind of before, to what extent does it have clear tethering similarities to Xenosaga? There are um, no there are no narrative connections to Xenosaga. Not narrative, just in terms of gameplay and in terms of tone. Gameplay, none. I would think that it. I would thought the Xenoblade series was a clear slate with just it was a clean slate. That... Um, Xenosaga was more about like weird. So, like, there's there's part of the narrative that could maybe go... You could see that as being an homage to Xenosaga, where, like, scientists doing some shit. Yeah. But for the most part, it is its own thing. It is about people in a world... In, like, a world... It, like, there's the if I would give much away about it, it would ruin the reveals of 1 and 2. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I, as someone who also didn't play Xenosaga, like, it's very much its own thing. There are, like, bigger things at play. It goes from being, uh, okay, there are robots attacking to, like, dealing with, you know, the the things that Monolith and RPGs are known for. God, like, kill Does God, have... church bad. Okay, that's good. Because like, that's, Xenopo- that's basically what I was like. Is it, is it going to have a similar dark tone in narrative, or are we they're, looking they're at fairly something serious. a little bit... Xenoblade 1's okay. more serious. Xenoblade 2 has more of the anime stuff in there, which you have to push through a little bit. But, like, the stories are good. They do so, follow the... Like the first one, it like has the, oh uh, maybe maybe gods aren't great. The second game is kill god church bad. Like literally church bad in that one. It does follow that one a lot. <laughs> but the characters are good. The the games are both good. It's just like, they're very big on like. There's a ton of like extra side content you don't need to do. And the first game, if you're worried about definitive edition, if you just want to get through the game. They have a casual mode on it, which lowers the difficulty for the game, and you can just go through it. You don't need to do all the side quests. They help you level up, because most of your leveling up happens through 
side quests and stuff, but you, like a lot of the side quests, you get one, you go and find the stuff, it automatically completes it, you move on. You don't have to always go back. Not all of them, you have to go back to people. So, Kill, I have a, a, a big question here. Mm-hmm. So for me to play two, mm-hmm. it, does it connect with things from one? So here's the thing. You can play two without playing one completely. You don't not okay. you don't have to play it. But towards the end, there are things that they'll mention and things you see. And I, you're like, I wish it's for some people, I'm like, God, if you didn't know one, you like would be missing out on like such a cool you know, little reference the, here. That the would make the thing is, the thing is, the reason why I asked that is because of what Sakurai did with his trailers for, for, um, for his Smash DLCs characters, mm-hmm. because of the fact that they did mention Shulk and the, the the blade and all that all that crap. Did they mention like recognizing each other? Yeah, they talked okay. about that Shulk That's... was the legendary warrior. So that one's the reason why is because there is a DLC. There's DLC added for two, which made like an arena, and Shulk and Fiora show up in the arena as blades for Rex and whoever's on the team. And like they can't go to each other's worlds, but that's where they can interact. And I think they learn about each other's worlds, but like I don't know if that's canon or not, or if it's like stuff that when they walk out they forget. But it's also set so early into Xenoblade One's story, just based on things. That I wouldn't know if anything happened. Like it almost like they met each other right at the like the beginnings of their own paths and at the end of the game, things that happen kind of happen parallel to each other, but not exactly the same. Like Also also I seeing Z- uh, Xenoblade Chronicles three mm-hmm. made me wonder when the fuck is X gonna get ported? <laughs> I hope it does, especially if they're going to close down the Wii U eShop and, like, that had some DLC and stuff. Like, that's the only one I think we're missing that's really important. Like, we already got Fatal Frame, stuff like that. Like, if they're really going to wipe the existence of the Wii U off the map and from people's minds, just, honestly, I want them to not port it, but do the full remake and add the original story back that they had in mind before they canned it and made it more of a an Avatar character. Yeah. Like, I just... There's stuff in that narrative that could be fixed that would make it a lot better and more in line with how the Xenoblade games and even Xenosaga were that they just kind of like pulled out to make it more of the creative character and that really hurt my attention span for it. I've never finished it. But yeah, I'm willing to go through and explain everything if you don't even want to play Xenoblade 1 <laughs> and 2 that I can just tell you I'd and probably, you can be ready for 3. I, I really do actually want to try it. Um... If, do you my, have a copy of Xenoblade 2? Because it's out of print for the most part. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is out of print? Uh, they have not. They've, I think they did a new drop of um, copies of it a, about a year and a half ago. But like, I bought a used copy off someone for 40 bucks when here, I moved back here. from Japan. Timber, Timber, Here, here's how you do this. This is how you're going to play Xenoblade Chronicles. You play Xenogus. You, you play it all in August. <laughs> To lead up to the game. <laughs> you just said you're going to play Xeno Gears, Xeno Saga, and Xeno Blade, all the series. Throughout, like, you'll finish it in one month. You won't, but you should tell people. Yeah. <laughs> of how you this play is... games, Timber, you should play Xenogus. You should make Xenogus. Your theme month for August is Xenogus. Xenogus. Xeno Noon. Xeno Zeno Woon. Xeno Lie. And Xenogus. <laughs> Xeno Un, Xeno Lai, and Xeno Gus. 
there, there. <laughs> Planned your next three months for you, Timber. Congratulations. Oh, free content. Free, free, <laughs> free marketing right there. Oh my god. Um, yeah, my other question was whether or not Yoki, uh, what the hell, um, Yoki, Yoki Kajiura was involved in the comp- composition of the music for Chronicles, but then I saw that Yoko Shimamura was res- was she like, did a involved, couple tracks so. um the battle music for oh, Xenoblade really? Chronicles 1 it's like you're like oh that's a violin that's that's Yoko Shimamura over there <laughs> oh damn <laughs> see i just the thing is i need more people to play Xenoblade cuz i actually got someone messaging me today every once in a while i get a dm from someone who's been in my community they're like i just got to the part in the game where they say that's done man over there i'm like thank god keep going you're at the good part of the game keep going <laughs> Uh, but that's the problem. There is an, a markedly not great portion at the beginning of. I don't game. think it's bad. I don't think it's bad at all. It's just like you get to the part where you're like, okay, this is pretty. Like, like when's the like they, they like robots attack? They leave the town to find the robots to kill them, and they're just like, okay, we're like going, and they meet other people. They're like, when is this gonna like click? And then it does. You're like, oh shit. Like it has an oh shit moment, but I think it takes about thirty hours to get there because the like the world's so big. <laughs> but also, you don't have to do all the side quests and stuff you see, and you can t- knock that like definitive edition down to casual mode, and it's a lot easier. And like you can even um, uh, you can even there's an, also an expert mode to the game where you can take your levels, and you can dump them down further and get more experience <laughs> from higher level enemies, and then spend that that later. There's a lot of was, fun things say, you can do. Is the only difference between the difficulties whether or not you grind? And see, so you don't really... I don't feel like you need to grind too much in the game, but there are points where they're like, oh, you should probably be a few levels higher. There are some where it's like literally level-based. You need to be... You do need to be a few levels higher than bosses. Like, if you are... If you're 10 and they're 10, you're under-leveled. You should be about 11 or 12 to fight that boss. But, like, I never found it to be too grindy, but I also was running around... Like, some of the, the side quests are, go find, like, five cool potatoes, and then you find the cool potatoes, it marks it off, you get some experience, you just go and do, like, accept every side quest you see, which there's a ton of them in the first game, and then those are what gives you a ton of ex- experience. Cool, Reset Baguettes? Yes. Reset Baguette. <laughs> uh, it's a good game, have... it's just time-consuming. Yeah, and that's kind of why I've been putting it off because I don't have time. But I really should play them because just I know drop I'm it on casual mode and run through it. Yeah, and you don't. There's yeah, yeah. Just I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep repeating myself. You can do it, or I can just tell you what happens in the games. Or just watch a playthrough, watch some cutscenes of it, read up on the story. I really like the first one. The second one I don't think is bad, but like it has too much anime in it. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't like the biggest like criticism of two is like super anime waifu it's too fucking horny all the like uh, like too many of the rare well, i are mean just horny. you know the two the two sword people <laughs> like the two the two main blades that you have are just absolutely stacked and it's <laughs> it's so it's so distracting well, you know there's a reason why sakura included uh fiora and because what's her smash name? is for good boys and girls it smashes for good boys and girls, except when Sakura is like, "Yeah, I want to just, <laughs> I want to make some fucking titty." That was really it. Like, I don't, you, I wouldn't have a problem if the camera didn't pan to like staring at their ass under skirts or at their tits all the time, or if they're like, "Oh my god, she has boobies." It's like, yeah, she has boobies. 
Now, can you please move on? I would love to kill God right now. Because that's what we're trying to do is kill God. Can we please go kill God and you can ogle the boobies later? That's please. what the, the statues are for. Don't buy one of those used. But yeah, that was the main thing for that. I think that was all for like the direct, really. That's the main thing. I'm going to sit here and keep talking forever. Just remember about the, the mouthful mode and the kerbussy. And everyone needs to play Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2. Yep. Uh, should we do listener questions, or are we going to table we, I didn't for... ask any for today, but I have some from last from last time. The, the, whatever was the last time we were supposed to record. Um, I have some. Um, you even have some from before that, too. <laughs> oh, dear. Let's see. Yeah, we're running a little late, so I don't know if we'll have a lot of time to address it, There's not that them, many. But... Um, okay. We talked about that already. We talked about the the Bungie acquisition, so that question's already done. Yeah. Okay. So that was already in there. Um, okay. So the next, one, we only have a few. Um, Baku asked, "What is your opinion on upcoming games?" Which is so which like that's so general. That's so big. Like 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 which one? Like I'm pretty excited for 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 this weekend to be just completely run by Sony because not only am I gonna just get blasted drunk watching Uncharted on Thursday night. I'm gonna go pick up um, her, um Horizons. Oh yeah, I forgot Horizon came out. Also, Elden Ring's coming out soon. It comes out the uh, following week, I think. Yeah, the, honestly, the only game coming up soon that I'm really caring about, and even on my radar, is Stranger of Paradise because I want yep. memes. Yeah, I just want to kill, kill want to be chaos, and it makes oh that game it makes like why like why the hell one of the biggest complaints I have is why the hell do you tell Jack's last name because the impact of what that is it it, it undersells what it is and it makes sense because it's you know Final Fantasy Origins <laughs> kind of thing but overall it's just like you take what possibly is going to be the ending <laughs> yeah who knows I'm, my favorite thing is people are like why did they have to like you why couldn't they do something else why did they have to like sell a final fantasy one my final fantasy one barely has a story no one yeah, like, cares what no one, what fucking story you, you, the only thing okay it brings down to this you go kill garland okay oh okay and then he's like oh yeah you gotta go get the crystals you get all the crystals then you go fight chaos the thing, that, that's your story <laughs> and like the thing is like it's not like there's some like it's it's final fantasy one it's been remade or like reimagined like three times prior it's not who care it's final fantasy one who fuck it it's the it's the, the best one to have a clean slate to do whatever you want or reimagining yeah. of because you don't yeah. have to worry like, about i like, can't imagine i can't imagine them doing this for two or anything no like that once once they go into have... two that's when they have characters maybe three but it can't be anyone where they have very distinct player characters yeah like, if they did this, like, oh, Furion's over here, but he's actually, J like, Justin Bieber, it's like, no one's going to buy that. Yeah. Timber, is there anything you're excited I mean, for? What we'll are your just, opinions we'll on upcoming? Johnny what? Young Bosch voice him as well. T Timber, what's your opinion of upcoming games? The <laughs> Such a big uh, question. I, Timber, I Timber, do you have an fact. upcoming game that you're looking forward to in, in, this, in this generation? I just gotta ask. In this generation... In 2022, Lost the answer Dark. is probably yes, but I'm so behind that I already forgot what that game might have been. Um, let me just 
quickly. Oh, actually, I am looking forward to Kirby. Okay, um, there we I go. almost forgot that that okay. was happening. Yeah, right. You're looking forward to mouthful mode, that's all right. I'm looking forward to mouthful mode because it looks like everything <laughs> Just... I wanted. It's what I wanted all of the Kirby games to do. Like, it's it's the latest. It's basically Crystal Shards on the Switch. How, what's not to love? It's like, I, I love crystal shards i wanted kirby to be 3d this is the second 3d entry he's getting so i'm all on board for it it's actually the first so how what crystal shards was still 2d yeah it was 2.5 well it was like it's 2d 3d it's 2d 3d but all right i count 2.5 under 3d for me personally but yeah a lot of people count 2.5 as 3 you know um our next question from baku we know about game pass that can do wait we know about Game Pass does can do PC games or like that. It's bad marketing or good advertisement to incentivize other PC players to play Xbox games on Windows. Well, let me just say this much, Baku. Is Game for Windows, have they done anything as of late? Well, Game for Windows Live is gone. I don't think Game Pass can do PC games as bad because the whole point is it's not to get people to buy the an Xbox. It's to get people into the ecosystem. Because yep. then, if they do, because like it might the, lead to the, that, but they just they the just only, want you there. The only two big games that for for PC games that they can do as well is Flight Simulator and Age of Empire. Mm-hmm. But like, That's since the all their console games. games are on PC, like it, like like you have your PC games. If you're like, well, I want to get this on Steam. No, they have it. Plus, they have Xbox. They have games from Xbox. So you can get your console ports. And you can get games that, like, maybe you were going to buy, but you don't know if you're going to. Like, the game I played in Fernax, you can... It's on Game Pass, so if you're like, I don't know if I want to buy it, you can basically play it or demo it on Game Pass, and then buy it later if you want to. Like, that's that's what they want you to do. It's just want you in that ecosystem. Yep. That's all I get. Timber, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, I think I played a game called Recore on the Microsoft Store once. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, kind of whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so that was that game's the definition of mediocrity. You're like, well, this game works, <laughs> but like, yep. Good thing you guys yeah, made a big, like... big deal about getting the Metroid Prime devs for this. <laughs> yeah, that that one. Also, I mean, Minecraft. Minecraft's fun. Yeah, that's all the other thing people don't realize. Like they own Minecraft. It didn't sink into the floor. It didn't sink into the floor because Microsoft was involved, so that mm-hmm. was reassuring. If anything, it's more people can all play together now. It's gotten better in some ways for everyone, but probably if you're a hardcore Minecraft fan, you probably don't like it. I remember oh. there was a huge divide with with it. Was like a lot of people were like, "I'm only playing the Java version." I'm uh, just happy that the uh, the guy that made it's no longer involved with it. So, yeah, yeah, he was kind of depressing. Piece of shit. All right, um, we have a couple more questions. One, they're all from K Dog. Uh, what are your thoughts on achievements and trophies? Um, I don't mind them. I'm. I don't think they're necessary. I hate when people ask for them, in like things like the Switch. I think they are. Good. I. Sorry. So you play enough games where you don't unlock any forever because they're too hard to the point where it's like I don't see what was the point of this. So like it's nice when they're there, but I don't miss them when they're gone. If you need a secondary thing to get you through a game, maybe the game's not that good to begin with. I think multiplayer achievements and trophies are a totally wasted piece of time. 
I think those are oh, only right. useful if they're multiplayer-centric games. Like, Call of Duty yeah. having one? Okay. Dead Rising having one of those? Fuck off. Yeah. I think, for me, it's a nice checklist to do to find other things as well. Because, for example, the Hitman ones. Mm-hmm. The Hitman trophies are very, very methodical and very interesting to do because of the fact that you got to do everything and you got to mm-hmm. find out all these very interesting ways to do kill your target and otherwise if i wasn't going to do these trophies i wouldn't know every nook and cranny of these mm-hmm. of these levels yeah if they're so done it's well nice they're... to have a uh if, if they're done well it's a very nice checklist to have mm-hmm. and makes you explore fully the amount of the game yeah if they're but, done well, you got something. You got a roadmap. If they're done poorly, it's a waste of time. If they're multiplayer, there's there's most likely like if you're someone who wants to get platinums to show like extra completion, you're wasting your time basically. Yes. Uh, my my answer to this is twofold. Um, the first aspect of uh, of achievements that I I'm the biggest fan of is it's one of the few ways where you can interact globally with other players that have played a game and go mm. okay so this is you know it looks like and the, and I, I literally use this for a lot of my my the way that i experience games i look at it and i go okay what 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 have up to the top 10 percent of players actually done in this game i do like and that's a pretty good barometer of like hey that means anything past the 10 percent line is like probably bullshit or for the really really try hard mm. people but anything above that it's like i could probably do it i should probably try it I do like those percentages because it gives me an idea of like player base and difficulty, like you were saying. Yeah, and it also just helps me feel like I'm interacting with other players who are playing the same game as me. Where we're in a, in 2022, I really feel like it's very very difficult to ever come to like terms on like, hey, it looks like the internet's really really cares about this game like it's so hard to have that anymore because there's so many games and we're all so split apart on what we're interacting with at any point that it never feels like there's that zeitgeist moment like lost ark is one of the the rare exceptions in a long time before that it was uh you know we had the animal crossing thing like there's these little blips every so often where everyone swarms it but by and large um, that experience is few and far between compared to how it used to be. So the achievements kind of act as this way of seeing what other people who played the game did or what they thought was worth their time. And I think that's cool to know. On the other hand, what I don't like about achievements is, like you were saying, going back and playing a game that doesn't have achievements. Um, it ruins the discovery element of a game when you have an achievement whether or not it tells you what it is or if it's just a mystery achievement the fact that you know oh there's something that i'm missing i better comb every square inch of the map to find this it doesn't allow you to have the discovery moments that you do in something like mega man legends where maybe you just go into the corner of a map and there's some some seagulls there and you're like what happens if i just walk really slowly towards this Mm. seagull and it feels more rewarding when you go huh they're not flying away immediately. This is kind of a cool self-discovery moment rather than having this thing where you walk up closer to the seagull, it's not flying away, and then Steam Achievement pops up and goes, the seagulls didn't fly. And you go, oh, I was supposed to do that? That was a thing the developers wanted me to notice. It kind of cheapens mm. 
your discovery because it feels like you just played into their hands instead of actually you did that yourself. Yeah. Um, see, I don't, I don't agree with that too, because Hitman, for example, like Mm -hmm. you probably would not have gone out of your way to have found any of the, this, the minor Easter eggs like that. Like for example, in Sapienza, there is here comes the Kraken achievement. There's a specific thing that you need to do that people were just fucking around with and abs- and accidentally found it. And I but does... I good. No, go 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 go. Doesn't doesn't it cheapen the experience for those few people though knowing that the developers put that there deliberately no that's, that's I feel the point like I it's was a nice checklist about, like, to have like it would be one thing if it's if you got if if they're like hidden if it's like go but look go look at the ducks or like why and then like you know a kraken jumps out or like you know the aliens come by but like if like afterwards like you know a secret human pops up you're like i thought it was just ducks you're just like oh okay <laughs> Like, I think that would at least let you know that it was something that was cool to see instead of you, like, if it's hidden. But if it tells you to do it, that's a different story. It depends on mm-hmm. how they frame it. That's true as well. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, 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 like, I understand, but I'm like, for, for me, I, I like doing that. I like, oh, okay, well, I need to find these specific ducks. Okay, let's go venture out and try to find the fucking ducks. I understand if you accidentally found it and then you played into the developer's hand, but for me, I like seeing that checklist and being like, "Oh, okay, let me try see if I can fi- and trigger this kind of thing." Yeah, there's definitely pluses and minuses because by and large, when I'm going back to play a game, it's one that has achievements just because that is a good measuring tool for me to know how much of this game have I actually experienced, what what have I missed out on. There is kind of this this missed out mentality Mm. that may very well be generated by the achievements of giving me the sense that simply beating the game wasn't enough whereas most of the time i'm just like okay that was cool i saw the credits roll moving on is generally my reaction to finishing a game when those weren't present Um, and i just would be kind of excited when i'd find something hidden but i wasn't seeking them out i wasn't pixel chasing to try and get that that hidden thing all the time Mm. Mm mm-hmm we do have one more question from K Dog. Uh, what happened to Game Sharks? Do you think they'll ever come back? No. You can play. You can play GTA the Definitive Edition, and you can see all the glitches that you could ever see from a Game Shark ever exposed on the national game. I think the big thing is what happens to Game Shark is um, constantly updated. Like, cause like yeah, game sharks were like, patches either, happen. yeah, <laughs> patches, patches happen, <laughs> firmware is updated. Those are usually physical things, which like they had them for stuff, but then like an update to the system would disable it. So like that happened with the action replays on the DS. It took a while. It's like, okay, this one doesn't work anymore. They'd update it. Then they'd stop updating it. Um, so like, it's just more of like firmware for the games, firmware for the, the system or updates for the games, firmware for the system. And just like a physical product is not something people do for it. Then the other side of it is they're just going to sell you those cheat codes anyway. Mm. Like, why get why allow something like that when they could sell you big head mode for two dollars? Yep. We will buy it. Unlock all codes. Capcom sells unlock all for um, Resident Evils for five dollars, and people buy them. 
Yep. And I also think, like, it just depends on the type of game, too. And I think, like, arcade games or, like, arcade-style games implement that in, in indefinitely like mm. these type of big head modes and stuff like that just as a easter egg kind of thing yeah like the game like uh the game i was playing you type in the konami code and it changes up the game entirely which some companies would sell that as dlc or like before it would be yeah. maybe something hidden with a you know behind a difficulty option or whatever there's just no yeah. reason to have it anymore yeah it's uh, it's just a a product of its time at this point and because of the fact that if there is patches that they could just yeah. patch the shit out of that there's you know? There's also just the manipula manipulatability of modern games compared to what you had back in those times. Mm. At this point, if you're playing a game on PC, modders can make any yeah, single thing was... you would have done with a with a game shark happen on your yeah, PC game. That, that was the the next thing I was gonna have is the preferency of technology now with modding, because Sure, I could have used a Game Shark and get a Mew or 99 Master Balls into my game, but now if I was a modder and I just played the modding game version of that game online, I can just say, "Hey, I've just had Mewtwo as my starter Pokemon, and let's carry on as my as my uh, carry on the game from there." Yeah, I could just play as you know the lead host of Top Gear in Skyrim. It's fine. Like... Yeah, like for for example, as much as I would love to have a Game Shark code for having to play as Thomas the Tank Engine at, in God of War, I I got got modders on that already instantly. <laughs> also, just returning back to a game that you heavily modded and forgetting that you did is also a very wonderful experience. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Just... That... Like I, like I said, did I tell you the the first thing I did with Skyrim the Definitive Edition is well, it certainly I, modded the shit out of it. Well, I I added the mod of Start Anywhere. Mm, that one's a good one. And I did not know where the fuck I was <laughs> because you started at I started at some random house in the DLC part of the game. You're level like you're level like what two or three. <laughs> and then I'm I'm like trying to not die from fucking werewolves that came up. I was like, oh, that guy looks friendly, and he turned into a fucking werewolf. And I'm like, oh no, I'm in the DLC. I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I picked one that was like the witch's house. And I was like, oh, where is this gonna put me? And it spawned me inside of like a mushroom in the deepest cave in the middle of a Dwemer ruin. I'm like, where am I, and how do I even get out of here? <laughs> um. That was fun. There's also, like, the Frostfall mod that added, like, survival elements, which was super cool, um, which is now incorporated officially in the game, but not as well because Bethesda. Mm. I don't know. I've been feeling the Skyrim itch lately, which is why this is on my mind. Uh, anyway. That was all of our questions. Wrap us up, Timber. Yeah, um, so, where can people find you, Kel? You can find me Monday through Friday at twitch.tv slash Hunter at 7am Central Standard Time, where I play a bunch of retro games, some of them good, some of them bad. I'm playing a lot of Mega Man right now, but I think we'll be playing Azure Dreams sometime soon, which is a weird Squaresoft uh, third-person action-ish game. I don't honestly don't know what it is. Ken bought it for me. I'm going to play that soon. Other than that, you can find me on all social media, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, all that stuff, at Cody Hunter. 
And, uh, you know, just listen to me whine on Twitter and join my Discord server, please. All that complaining. What about you, Ken? You can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongaku Do You. I haven't been on in, like, two out of, the, like, the last three. Uh, uh, two episodes out of the last month because I was off adventuring in the good old L.A. versions of the countries. But, yeah, you can follow that by looking up Ongaku Do You on all social medias on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out the website where I talk about the Japanese music industry at ongakadu.com. You can follow me on Twitter at otyken1 where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Roboko, Herobo, and all the idlings that my, my lovely daughter does. She's drawing more horses, by the way. Oh, dear. <laughs> Can't wait to see him. And I, of course, uh, was the host of today's show. My name's Tibber Taft, and you can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash timbertaft where i stream on wednesdays thursdays and saturdays at 7 15 p.m eastern time it is currently furyuary where i'm playing <laughs> super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury um uh, check it out you can also hear me on youtube.com slash timbertaft <laughs> out of context that just sounds so <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying so hard to make it not sound like furryuary but there was you no can call it bowserwary and you can do it the same thing <laughs> Uh, there's also youtube.com slash TipperTap where I post videos. The latest, most recent one is about Deltarune. Prior to that, there was also Outer Wilds and Majora. And you can also find me on twitter.com slash TipperTap where I talk about nothing in particular. And it's mostly just me spamming my notifications for my Twitch stream going live. And you can also <laughs> follow me on Discord. Link for that is on Twitch from my bot. Watch the Twitch. Mm. That's the thing. Anyway, thank you guys. Hope you have a good rest of your month. Goodbye. And we'll see you in March. Bye. God damn it, Timber. <laughs> Bye-bye.